Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Kimber Show Podcast. It's Monday uh, as we speak, the 6th of February. Uh, there's no uh, second, uh, the uh, 23rd of the year, uh, the thing here with uh, Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports rack on tour extraordinaire, enjoying Chick fil A. Is that or was yeah, sure. now the only thing that matter with Chick fil A? I love, I love waffle fries, but they never do them, cook them enough. They're too soft. Are they? Uh, depend, you, uh, right? I, I'm the same way because I like mine a I little like crispy. Well, crispy, yes. yeah. So the place right here, did you go to the one right on Ross? Well, usually they're nice and crispy. Well, you got to, yeah. I mean, and even if you ask them, they forget or they, they're just not. Well, they're not going to do that because it's a fast food joint, yeah. so they're not going to make. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you got to, the fries have got to be good. And somebody, you know, I, I remember back when, you know, of course, I'm an old fart now, but when I was a kid, McDonald's had the fries, period. And the reason was they cooked them in beef fat and sugar. And it's, that's what they boil them in beef. It's tough, too, because like today, a lot of people utilize Uber Eats and stuff like that. Yeah. And when you get. Delivery, it normally takes at least 15 to 25 minutes, and with French fries, yeah, they, they get soft. They, they suck. Yeah, but there's something that can fix that. I'll bet it's an air fryer. Absolutely. Oh, boy, God. When I, boy, if I ever get the cash, I swear to God, I'm going to... No, seriously. Uh, anyway, uh, did I mention Pete Davis? A psychic producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And what do we get the double chicken burger thing, or what do we get today on the uh, chicken? We're doing flight? Penn and Teller today. Where you're the guy who talks a lot, <laughs> well, and I'm the guy who just nods his head. eating. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the, the regular Chick-fil-A sandwich? Yes, no, sir. I, and I like, when, I, if I, when I get one or someone, my little friend brings them once in a while uh, and drops them off, and I'll, I definitely have to put cheese on it. I just have to put some, oh, yeah, got to have cheese on it, and I maybe put like some mayonnaise or something for uh, you. Pickles. Take the, no, no pickle. Get the pickle. Pickle there. and ketchup. Get the pickle the hell out of there. Anyway, uh, flounder, the mechanical yeah, mangler. The, the pickle ruins the bread, and it ruins the sandwich. No, pickly juice. You want pickle? juice on my bun. Go <laughs> bell this, sir. <laughs> Nimrod. By the way, what the hell is that hat? Is that it's, it's like out of a movie of, of, of like Rip Van Winkle or sort of the old man sleeping or something? It's my rebels. It's my rebels. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, we're at the Mechanical Manglers, uh, El Condo Flando, and we have a new uh, when Kitty Cat, he just bolted out of the room because but, but the problem is when Kitty Cat, Lucas, the podcat, jumps up on the TV shelf unit, he bangs or he starts playing with one of the picture frames on the wall which weighs about 20 pounds and if he knocked it off it'd go crashing to the floor so when he gets up and plays with a lamp or something flounder now has a new thing now did someone tell you about yeah this a buddy of mine told me about it and what it is is it's just it's a beer can here let me put it on the screen so the viewers can see what i'm talking about so it's just a bud light can <clears throat> excuse me miller miller light and i put uh, a couple What's pennies and a dime in there and yeah. 
Do that really Shit, loud, yeah. it there you go. scares said, the living you know, hell out uh, of them. We used to have a, a squirt gun for puppies and kitties to learn, make them learn a lesson. <laughs> However... Lucas loves water. He loves water. Well, there you go. <laughs> so anyway. Um, uh, it's a Monday. Did I mention it's Monday? Yeah, yeah so-and-so. Um, we got a, a billion things in the news. Obviously, uh, we'll, go, we'll do some personal stuff, some update stuff. Um, uh, uh, Pete's going to tell us about a visit to the hospital. Also, uh, house hunting. Uh, I, I want to ask you about a Lawrence Taylor uh, ranking this in the news. Holy cra- When's Holy Crap at Sports? Uh, t- later today? Oh, you already did it? Mm-mm. Oh, later today. Later today. Uh, point, I pointed down. I thought maybe you uh, already had done it. It's in your nuts. I, <laughs> yeah, ball First word, two syllables. Kiss my ass. was one of those. I couldn't <laughs> see what it was. Uh, yeah, I'm throwing the flag. <laughs> anyway, later on today, Holy Crap at Sports. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like <laughs> two words, eat me. How about that? Um, and, uh, and so that's good. And, and so yeah, we, we'll talk about the China balloon. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, in fact, you'll hear, you'll hear a, a Trump comic reacting to it and how they tried to say, you know, it's the what about disease. Every, you know, President uh, uh, Showers with Daughter is the worst president we've ever had. Yeah, what about Trump? You know, every, every, no matter what you say, what about Trump? What about the what about disease? Uh, so we'll talk about that and you'll hear somebody uh, possibly reacting to it. Also, Bill Maher. Uh, the, the social media liberals are going nuts over Bill Maher, who actually, they're saying, well, he used to be, I agree with everything he said, he used to be a good liberal, and now he's like, he loves Trump, he loves Republicans. He, he hates the he woke. Hates yeah. And he's going after the young generation that's doing it. He compared them to the Chinese communists under Mao. Right. Here's the thing, what, wow. what, what kills me is, he's the old-fashioned liberal. Yes. That's exactly what he's doing. Yes. Old-fashioned liberals were not modern liberals. These people are anarchists. These people are hate what America stands for. They're not using the glories of freedom in America to be liberal, to let, you know, let's all love each other, let everybody, you know, I mean, that was totally different. Liberals back then was a whole different theory. He mentioned Mumford and Sons. The basis for Mumford and Sons. I think I had to quit, but the lead singer had to quit. He read a book by Andy Yo, I think he pronounced his name, NGO, who is a gay man out in Portland who's been covering Antifa for years and got almost killed for doing it. Yeah. So Mumford, or whatever his name is, read the book and said he liked the book on Twitter. That's all he well, did. Well, he's had to, he had to take time off from the band. He had to take education courses. They turned on him. I mean, it was unbelievable. And Bill, Bill Maher goes, how about this? How about just tell, telling those people, I'll read whatever the fuck book I want to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, that's I, the liberal view. That's what liberals are supposed to have been yeah. all these years. And it's... Yeah, again, some historian, it's going to be, it's going to take a few decades. Something happened. It wasn't all the cell phone where iPhones where everybody now reacts and feels they have to react to everything in the world as though that's the new life or something. I mean, that has a lot to do with it, but something, you know. I'm, he compared that, it to what Mao did in I mean, the Great Cultural Revolution, <laughs> where the people going around putting signs on people, making them go to re-education camps, yeah. get, destroying their lives. He goes, this is the exact it's, same it's, thing. It's the modern internet. What they did then is the modern internet and cell phone uh, issue. I mean, that's the iPhone and the internet are the old placards and say, you know, here we are. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, so what you'll hear from Bill Maher was, <laughs> I just, I'm liking the guy more and more. Anyway, uh, we got that. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, the, the State of the Union, uh, the New York Post has a great list of the things you're going to hear tomorrow night. Well, and again, it's a little silly to talk about timely stuff because it's a podcast, but um, also a couple of a canine doggy stories in the news. Uh, Pete's going to wonder whether uh, he, we should hook up with an ex, uh, an ex's best no, friend. We, no. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> you. Also, in fact, I, I kind of admitted when I was talking to you yesterday that something's troubling me, and it has been for years. Should I ignore it? I know. I, I got to. All right, tell some, everybody. I got to we'll start see. day drinking. Tell, tell it.
Ask for advice. Well, uh, <laughs> dear <laughs> listener, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's just so. It's just so silly. Um, uh, for some uh, for some reason, uh, I started thinking about St. Patty's Day. I don't know whether I saw an ad or I, I have a Marine Corps green shirt that has St. Patty's Marines on it. Something happened, and it reminded me that every St. Patty's Day, I have a, I'm in a quandary for about the last 15 years because my stepson, my uh, final wife's son, uh, was born on St. Patrick's Day, so St. Patrick's Day is his birthday. And what what troubles me is, you know, he was the kid in it. He, you know, he was just the kid in the in the marriage that failed. Um, and, and the 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 fact of the matter, I'm getting I'm getting upset thinking about this. The fact of the matter is, I haven't spoken to him, or and we haven't communicated in 15 years. And so he's, you know, he's got to be 40 or 30, I mean, you know, 35, 7, 8, whatever years old. That's his choice. Uh, well, I, but again, I, 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 but it's, I just kind of feel, and, and, and I'm, all I'm thinking of saying, you know, uh, don't have a heart attack from out of the blue. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm uh, just, you know, hoping you have a great birthday and hope you, hope things are going well. That's something like that, which would be stupid because it wouldn't do anything other than him going, what the hell is that out of 15 yeah. years all of a sudden? Yeah. On the other hand, I'm, I'm troubled by I'm really troubled by it. And and I have no intention of trying to get in touch with his mother. Uh-huh. See, that's the other thing. Obviously, he's going to say, "Hey, mom, guess who contacted me?" Yeah. Exactly. And, and I don't want I don't want her to be caught to say, uh, well, you know, what are you doing today? Or you know, say, "Oh, did you not?" Or whatever. There could be no possible goodness coming nope. out of this. Nope, none. So why am I troubled, Flounder? Missing family well, you know, time. Probably you haven't been married or have kids, so it's kind of hard for you to relate. But again, I think one of the things is, is you developed a, a relationship and a bond with him. But we didn't really. I mean, oh, that, that's. I mean, we did, but it wasn't like you know. I mean, but, he, I mean he it was it, at the time he was going through the stage, and so we, we were fighting most of the time, as it turned out. But still, he was my stepson. Still, exactly. And so I he, coached his basketball team. I, you know, got him in lacrosse. I went to his school and told the. I mean, you know, I put a lot of time and effort into it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wondering that. Yeah. I mean, again, you were obviously it was a long time <laughs> well, ago or yeah. whatever, but yeah, still, anyway, it was but, a part of your life you're thinking yeah, about. So. I just, I, you know, one step's going to lead to another, and, yeah. I, and I don't want you know. And God forbid, I know, you know, I, I'm certainly not going to be looking up her Facebook page, Art. assuming she has one. <laughs> never, yeah. ever look up an ex's <laughs> social media. Exactly what you don't want to know. It'll drive you crazy. <laughs> never. So anyway, all right, so we should edit this all out. You've all ripped the Band-Aid <laughs> off. Why are you trying to reopen the wound? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, again, I'm, tro- I just, I'm troubled. And, 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 and it, since it bothers me, I've got to deal with it by, you know, either just turning colder and saying, screw it, and, you know, it's, it's life and that's the way it goes end of story or just or whatever you know so anyway and I'm not going I, to some shrink to do something it's not that big a deal my, my life's not going to change no matter what and, and by the way also sometimes you have to go through terrible experiences to feel better about getting it done with you know if you my, my God bless my grandmother used to say if you have something you don't want to do do it and get it over with that's true and then it's, it's done. always better if you just go just ahead and do it, it. just it, do especially it especially dentist or doctor just yeah. just do, do it. it yeah anyway so uh, all right, so I'm sorry we got So let's throw it out to the listeners, whether they, yay or nay, whether you should get hold of it. Now, I feel bad for him. The kid, if he had been born the day before, he could have been born on St. Pete's Day, a real holiday. There you are. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, I don't know. I, I just it's, I'm, it troubled me, and I thought I'd pass because you I, you had told me something about uh, uh, dating an ex girlfriend or uh, an ex best friend or something. Uh, yeah, or actually, there's rules. Or say, there's rules that the onion have come up with. Oh, okay, that that's if you what date an ex uh, an ex girlfriend or something. Uh, yeah, if you what if, you should and should not do. Uh, dating your <clears> ex's <throat> best friend. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, something like the best yeah. friend of your ex. Yeah, we're gonna get right. Well, obviously, <laughs> in fact, uh, any second now. Uh, you're, uh, shall I stall while you're doing that? Yeah, I'm also. Oh, stall I, oh, let me, in bit. fact, let me uh, let me ask it. you this. And this is a sports thing. And again, we, I want to talk about the China blue. I found we gotta, it. Okay, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I also have a recipe demand for you. But go ahead first on this. There are eight billion other people on the planet, and yet you've chosen to date a friend's ex. <laughs> if you're currently stuck in this unfortunate situation, here are some rules to follow. Uh, there are plenty of places to have sex besides the rug directly in front of the television that they're trying to watch. <laughs> Make sure all parties sign the significant other transfer form 217C. <clears throat> Pay your friend a fair, fi uh, a fair finder's fee. 40 bucks should cover it. <laughs> it's important to stake your claim before other members of your friend group try to swoop in on your friend's ex. Remove the frame oil painting of your friend that hangs over your bed. It's best to put this memento in storage for the duration of your fleeing with their ex. And my favorite, thank your friend for being such a disappointment. Their inadequacy has made you look great by comparison. Uh, have you ever had a, 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 an ex's girlfriend or maybe, or maybe not maybe a neck, I, man, I, someone you dated and then I her flirted friend with and she kind of flirted back with me but nothing came from it. Thank, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. Nothing uh, came from What about it, you? Have you ever had, uh, had yeah, and not, not like a fiancé, but somebody you dated quite a bit, but then, you know, he brought, it just kind of ended amicably, oh. but then her friend started getting it. No. Oh, no. oh, I remember. There was one. There was one. Okay, this is a weird situation. It's back in the mid-90s, and I had a really bad breakup, and I was depressed and all this stuff. So a good friend of mine, I won't say their name, uh, set me up with a waitress from the Fitzgeralds downtown. Oh, all right, sir. Okay. And we had a brief flame. We really didn't have a lot in common and everything like that. Yeah. Didn't have a lot in common. So we, But then it find out that my friend who set us up, they kind of had a thing. And I remember we were all riding a car one day, uh. and uh, we let her out. And he turned to me and says, is it okay if I go? I said, fine, I'm, I'm not, we're not dating anymore. No, no problem. So they actually got kind of serious. Oh, my. Serious. But then they broke up. All right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, she starts calling me again. Yeah. Oh, boy. And we went out and just got plastered at some grill downtown across the street <laughs> from where she lived. I drank like 17 Mai Tais. Oh, man. Next thing it. I know, I'm handcuffed to a bed. Oh, oh I know this story. <laughs> you know that story. <laughs> and you know the I girl. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're still friends. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but he got uh, upset. I remember we went to, went to lunch one day and he goes, you know, that really wasn't cool. I said, I know I was drunk and I just feel you so bad about it. You can't be responsible when girls want to do things. She called me up and she kind of seduced me you and I'm can't so... Be but I felt killed. bad about it because it's not... A, I know. It was, and even though they weren't together, no. I felt bad about it and he felt bad about it and it was a little strain there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think it only happened to me once where I was, I was dating a girl and... Oh, man, I'm going to tell you about her. So she, she was the most unusual 
girl I've ever dated and whatever. And for that reason, I also could never have fallen totally in love with her because of the reason. The reason. Anyway, I'll tell you that. Anyway, um, so, we, so we, we did it for a while, and we, <laughs> and we went over to what, her girlfriend's house at some condo or high-rise, uh, whatever, and we were talking and chatting. And the, the other, the girl, her girlfriend was a knockout blonde, yeah. I mean, just a beautiful, teeny little blonde, just gorgeous uh, and real sweet, you know. Um, and so anyway, so we went, uh, we went on our way. And a couple of weeks, three or four weeks later, we kind of, I kind of broke up with the, the special girl. Um, and then I get a phone call from the girl in the condo, the little knockout blonde, who said, uh, yeah, she uh, she called me and said, uh, you guys had broken up. So so she invited me over to her place. And uh, uh. <laughs> just, uh, that was pretty unusual. <laughs> you know, you open the door. She grabs your tie. She and did. She said, come on. We never made it to dinner. I mean, it was a damn just, it was one of those things, you know. It was a, and I'm not, it's not my life. But even when yeah. I, I was single, obviously. But I was also doing TV work, so that was the only reason. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, exes and friends and yeah, who knows? It's not so we've been weighed in by the listeners oh, here. All right, uh, Cindy, one of the smartest people we know. We know Cindy the smartest. Let it go, let it go, Kimmer. <laughs> if he wanted, he would call you. Yeah. And Eddie says, Don't do it. <laughs> the ex is still his mom. Yeah. No telling what would come from yeah, it. Yeah, it can't be good. Sally agrees with Eddie. Yeah, so, I, okay. This Sorry about it. Up. But again, I just and again, I'll work on my uh troubling thing. Okay. Kitty cat's up where the TV is, so Flounder's getting rid oh, of the ju- jukebox ready. <laughs> oh, there we go. Scared the crap out of him. Gets my attention. He scared the crap out of me. I know that. <laughs> he should run out of the room scared, but he doesn't. Like, my buddy, who he was like, when you do that, they'll run. Yeah. No, he's, he's not phased by anything. He, did, he didn't even eat the Chick-fil-A chicken I gave him. Uh, What's oh, wrong with like you? Chicken? I can't believe I that. I know. Wow. Well, fried. Maybe he doesn't like it fried. Yeah. Um, um, uh, a couple weight. things, and then we'll, we'll do some newsy things here. And I'm going to talk about your house hunting in a second. First of all, speaking of houses, I for, I, for some reason, I had not seen until this morning any actual video of the earthquake in Turkey. And this morning, I, I, a couple of, oh, there he goes. He's got the picture frame again. Um, <laughs> what earthquake uh, and in so Turkey? It, was that? Someone said, they're talking here. There was an earthquake up in Buffalo today. Yeah, it was like a two-pointer. It wasn't, oh. didn't do much damage. But there was one up in Buffalo, New York. Uh, but again, so this morning I'm, I'm doing, getting ready for the podcast and everything. And I look up TV and I see uh, crowds of people in a downtown area. And then I see an entire, like a 10 story building collapsing into itself in a dust ball, like they had blown it up with explosives. Damn. And I thought, holy cow, those people are way too close to make a movie. And I thought, oh my God, that's Turkey. That was the earthquake. And they have video of the actual buildings, you know, 10-story buildings crumbling into the ground. <laughs> it was, and, and people are screaming and yelling. And, oh, my God. I mean, I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen that much actual live rubble happening. You know, you've, I've seen well, a lot the of Mi- after effects. Remember the Miami complex a couple yeah, years that's, ago? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But again, I, I, I was flabbergasted. I thought it was a movie. And I said, boy, they're way too close to me. And I thought, oh, my God, they're going to die. That's what it was. Mm. Anyway, uh, very, very bizarre. Oh, uh, speaking of, um, of uh, disaster things, I heard down the news coming in here, just a little quick tidbit. China has bought more farmland in Americans' uh, Northwest and Midwest to the tune now that China has increased its farmland in America purchases by 2,000% in 10 years. Why would we do that? Why? What good can come from that? 20-fold in 10 years. 
I'm I'm saying right holy now, moly. Anybody who sold that land is a traitor. A traitor. The governor of Florida, DeSantis, just put, passed along law in the legislature. We, know, we need to find out who's buying it because we're not selling any Florida land to China. Dakotas, Period. The Dakotas, I think, are doing that too now. Montana, Dakota. I mean, every, it's all over. It's either Bill Gates or them. Jeez. I mean, you can't. we can't think that's a good idea, right? Let's nationalize it. Yeah. Let's do what they did to, to Hong Kong and some other places. Just, just mean, take it. Two, uh, twenty-fold. That's two thousand percent. Tenfold's a thousand percent, right? Uh, one person, one one folds is double is a hundred, triple is three hundred percent, four hundred four times is four hundred percent. So it's two thousand percent. Uh, so it was an irrigation balloon. They were, were going <laughs> to yeah. come up and water Nothing their crops. To see here. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> oh my God! Let's uh, do the balloon. Yeah, that's that's anyway. what everyone's talking about. Let's uh, do right, the balloon. Uh, 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 coming up. Uh, we're gonna uh, our sponsorship for this next segment. Uh, I, I, I mistaked a comedian for another. Also, uh, an update on getting onto Rumble. Um, uh, the Kimmer doesn't know squat about drop downs. Thanks a lot, Rhino. <laughs> Little bastard got me this morning on the radio because because Flounder faked and ratted me out to the to the morning show. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. Also, if you didn't see the video, I'm just I'm so tickled about this. Again, I'm troubled by the whole thing with my former stepson, uh, but. I'm so tickled. At, uh, yesterday, I realized on TV, I watched the ending or part of it of the uh, the Pebble Beach, the old the old former Bing Crosby claim the, uh, the Pebble Beach uh, uh, famous uh, uh, pro am tournament, and it brought back a 25 year old bucket list memory that will could never be topped. And I put video reminding of it on that. Um, also, that's coming up. I want to find out about Pete's, uh, Pete's house hunting, uh, hot doctor babes, uh, and uh, demands for a recipe, plus uh, a Lawrence Taylor ranking. And we got a whole bunch of newsy stuff, including the Capitol thing. Oh, and is there an issue of UGA sending uh, uh, someone to monitor the police department during that deadly crash that happened? All that kind of stuff. But first, uh, this is sponsored by Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. Just go to closetpro.net. The late, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. That's right, 14th. The, the ladies and gentlemen love, who doesn't like a closet, a good walk-in closet that's just perfectly made, yeah. maybe cedar inside to keep the moths out and all that good stuff. Atlanta Custom Closets is who you call. For you the take, best you take a little, you know, get some of the colored paper at the store. The, 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 uh, uh, what do they call it? Cut out paper for kids. And you t- take a little piece of red paper, make a little heart, and put to my sweet angel love. Your uh, gift is adopted up of the closet thing and put it on the closet door. Bing, wham, pow. When she wakes up in the morning, goes in the closet, there's a little thing right there. Maybe. Love that stuff. Even if she's, you know, even if Shirley doesn't like you that much, they love this kind of romantic touch. <laughs> Atlanta Custom Closets. There you are. Now, speaking of closets, uh, how goes the house search? I, I think I found one, and uh, my sister helped me do it, and uh, I'm not going to talk about it much because I don't want to jinx it because yeah. I swear there's like several. It's like, well, there's three people ahead of you. It's like, I don't know if they know the realtor or something yeah. like that that gets it. It's just astounding to me how much has changed in 17 years since the last time I rented a house. What they want now is out. I don't know how anybody is able to. They want copies of your bank account. They want you to put down a $50 application fee and $200, $250 before you even tour the house to, to hold it. And then you're going to have to hassle with them to get the money back if you don't take this it. This is the realtor ones? No, they, well, they saw that Zillow, Rent.com, yeah. but, it, but they just advertise. It's all these different realtors that own the actual thing. Yeah. And they all seem to be in cahoots that they all do the same thing. And it finally dawned 
dawned on me what we're doing here. Because they, they send you to their website. You have to fill out this whole thing telling your life story. They're farming. They're fishing for information to sell. Yeah. In fact, some of it seems more important to them than the actual renting of the house, the selling of the information. Well, they can't be very happy rent with renters because they're not going to get a commission unless they get it from the I'm from sure the they do. People. But I, I can't imagine they get as much as they do no. selling a house. No. So, so no. clearly, the, you know, the renters are, I would assume, lesser priority than the buyers of their real estate uh, company. I don't have to worry about it. I got, <laughs> I got great credit. I got plenty of money. I can show them a bank account with plenty of money. In it. I, I've even told one lady, a nice Indian woman, I said, like, I can give you a year in advance. And uh, she asked, she goes, oh, I think that would work. <laughs> I think it would work, too. But, I'd go right to the top of the list. There, right? But I feel sorry for people out there who've had bad luck with credit, yeah. got screwed on something, or just don't make, they want three times the monthly rent. Now, they always seem to squish on that a little bit. They want three times the monthly oh, rent. The down payment, and there's a lot of people out there who, yeah. I don't know how they well, rent a first, house. First, last, and security deposit. That's three times. Yeah. Yeah, if he rents and two, on two top grand, of that, six thousand to come up with before you walk in. Yeah, seriously. Because the only like for me to get here, the, I had to like Pete was saying you have to do the application and an application fee, yeah. which you don't get back usually. But the thing is, I didn't have to do. Uh, I didn't have to pay two months rent or anything like that. Once well, they see, check they my one, one, right? They don't Once want they, you wasting their time. They're afraid renters are going to say, oh, I don't mean it. And then they, they pay. Put, well, they put also, their, they don't have any human beings. Yeah, you can't get anybody on Talk the phone. Yeah, it takes Brazilian. three days to get you back. And there's no one to go show you. They're all self-guided tours. So you can't you can't ask anybody's questions while you're in there. Okay, like, well, when will this be fixed? Or when will I went to one place? I don't know if I told you that the pothole in the driveway yeah. was so big my car couldn't get through it. So there's no one to ask. Are you going to fix this? Because otherwise I would yeah. I would look at it. But I'm not going to go near the place if you won't even fix the pothole. Yeah, that's not good. I don't no. know. It's just a ha it's the biggest hassle I've had to put on top of having to deal with the social security thing. Yeah, and all kinds. That's it's just even worse. Well, that's the other thing worse. too is is like. So many people migrate to Atlanta. So, so many people, I mean. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so now you've, I was just, uh, well, you found a place, is it in a neighborhood, a house like all other houses, yeah. or set apart from a thing? The great or? thing is I can, when I do find a place, I'm going to be paying less for a house than I was for wow. an apartment in Sandy Springs. Wow. It's amazing. And is it in a neighborhood or a cul-de-sac? Yeah, it's or a neighborhood. Street it's a neighborhood. Yeah. Some of, uh, there's a couple of them that are they're kind of with woods around them and everything, which mm. is really secluded, which nice. I can really blast the guitar. So. Yeah. And time for a dog. But there's yeah. so many, especially up, which is weird, up in Cumming and Dawsonville, they built all these new houses, and you think you're living in a row house in Baltimore or someplace yeah. where they're like inches away from yeah. the other. We're in the South. We right. got plenty of land. What are you doing yeah. that? Well, they did that in the, in the uh, McMansion house. Houses, like in Brookhaven, where I live, you, you're right next to your neighbor, That's and these horrible. are million-dollar lots. Just the lots a million bucks. Forget yeah. the house. And they're, they're 10 feet, 12 feet away from your neighbor. I would hate that. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> not all. I mean, there are some, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll, I hope it works out for you. But, by the way, if someone still has stuff out there, a, a lady uh, gave me uh, a phone number for one of her real estate agent, which I may end up uh, calling if this falls Excellent. through and everything. Excellent. So if you know of any out there, just give me a holler. I think okay. I've, I've got, got it narrowed down. So we're here. talking north of the perimeter, Roswell, north oh, hell yeah. in that right. area. And yeah. Roswell, well. I would love to be somewhere in Roswell, but it's just too expensive. It's ridiculous. Well, that's what you're going to, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that's good. I'm happy for you. Uh, one quick thing. The last week, for some reason, I was doing the birthday list and I mentioned there was a, a, a guy a comedian named Adam Ferreira and I mentioned his name I said he's on Fox all the time it, no it was Adam Carolla the guy uh, I'm like, I'm not, who I do like very much Adam Fox. Ferreira wasn't that the kid on 8 is Enough who so. died yeah, I, th I, th I can't remember <laughs> but you know, I know I got the wrong guy speaking before I walked in here today when I was waiting for uh, Flounder to answer the phone which he never did yes no <laughs> he, yes, was he was busy he's <laughs> busy uh, 
Yeah, he likes that sound. Now the <laughs> cat likes it. <laughs> hey, Mikey, he, he likes and it. Likes it. <laughs> Crazy He'll eat cat. anything. Crazy hey, cat. <laughs> what were you talking? Oh, I was reading Facebook, and you ever heard of Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, well, I've, I've this heard of him. This guy's never been funny. Yeah, no, he's, he's a fat He's fuck. got kind of a whiny kind. He's yeah, got he's kind a, of a sort of My kids and my why. wife. Oh. Is he the one that does Pop Tarts? Or what's the one? It's probably uh, not Pop Tarts, but it's that. What, what's the one? That, it's a. Uh, I don't know, whatever. He's not funny. Yeah, no, he's not. He put his whole page diatribe calling Hartsfield the worst airport in America. Buddy, it's not even close. Oh, so, I've been through Dallas. Five right off. <laughs> uh, you go through San Diego? I mean, it's uh, Hartsfield yeah. can be Denver. bad, but it's not as bad as others. And yeah. here's his whole page just bitch, 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 bitch. And it's like, you fat fuck. Why don't you try and be funny yeah. before you start bashing someplace? Yeah. yeah. I've, he said he does a whole gimmick on and it's not pop tarts some of you don't know what it was but yeah well screw them that's what I say yeah um, uh, let's see let's see let's see oh uh, Rumble uh, I think I've, uh, Rumble over the weekend would not take my videos I tried to post because again Facebook killed us so we're not on Facebook anymore the podcast I'm on my personal Facebook page uh, but the podcast Facebook page is, we're not doing it but they won't let us in so we're on, on Rumble and I tried to post the videos, and it, and it said, too busy HTTP or something. I, I got the same. But we yeah. fixed it. But something happened because it's now working. Yeah, it's it fixed. I think the problem is that before you send it to the Rumble, you were sending the same video to 1,800 other places. No, I wasn't. I, I, was, I was sending to I one. I Googled the my, same I, thing because what it says is, is when that error message comes up, you're switching different web pages or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. again, because anyway, the same worked. thing happened to me when you sent that right. text to me and Pete. I tried to upload it, and it's. I got the same thing. We have yeah. 72 followers, by the way. But Thank again, you. Let's keep growing. But I think it is now going through, and yes. uh, so I think we're it's all fixed. set. Now, the other, I haven't figured out how to work the comment. There's no, I, I wish there were like a, just a, a comment thing so you can see who's commenting a row of them like it does on my Facebook page to get, to see well, if anybody's you commenting. click you on the to, video. You have to open up each video and then listen to it while you're trying to find out if somebody, like, I don't You know. just want the affirmation of people going, what a great video, no, they, Kimmer. They we love you. I've got, I got Kimmer babes all over the world, Austria, Finland, well, they can still Germany, comment. Australia, Canada, yeah. all yeah. over. And they're British all getting Isles. it for free on Facebook. Uh, well, no, which doesn't help you at all. No, they're not getting it anymore. I'm not on. I'm not getting Good. my Facebook thing. But again, I don't know if they're talking to me. I'm, I don't. I can't find out. So it's. I feel bad. <laughs> you I, live vicariously I, through this. Vicariously, <laughs> I talk, and I got nothing. Um, <laughs> okay. Now speaking of that. Okay. Now and, and speaking of technology stuff. And again, the first thing I did was I I, I texted uh, Pete and Flounder to say, okay, this is not working. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay, now, speaking of not knowing what to do, <clears throat> last Friday, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be on around 725 in the morning on Fridays at 106.3, the radio station Extra 106.3, which we're affiliated with. Um, and uh, uh, a flounder came over the week before that and set up a little home studio with a set of headphones and a little a gearbox thing and plug-ins and, and a laptop that lets me cue directly into the radio station so we're, it's a direct feed, so it's like I'm in my own studio as part of their studio. Okay, that's the, that's the theory behind it. So, and the first day it worked, although my, my headphones didn't work for me, but I could hear them at the station in my headphones, so that was all I really cared I don't about. Think I don't think you're going to hear yourself. Is this going to get interesting well, for the no, listener no, okay, at some well, point? All right, so, so, so everything was working. It worked fine, and everything was good. Okay, then the, then last week, uh, we tried to, you know, I, I, I flounder got in touch, so okay, tune it, on, or tune it in, we do it to that, and, I, and it wouldn't work. It wouldn't, it wouldn't kick over. I couldn't hear him through the thing, and then I could hear him, and I couldn't hear him. And Flounder at one point said, well, uh, uh, get to, 
hit the drop down and see if you can find the so-and-so. And I said, okay, I don't see the drop down. And a drop down to me is either like a little arrow or a little thing or a line or something where you, you know, you, you scroll down on it, right? Well, I, I, I took the computer screen and, with, and it didn't have a mouse. So I did my little finger on the little square thing on the thing there. And I, and I, I put the, the icon, what do you call it? The, the, the little icon thing over every possible thing on that laptop computer screen to see if anything dropped down and nothing dropped down. So I said, I, there's no, I can't find a drop down. So, so this morning, I'm listening to the radio. This is last Friday. And, and we never got on because, you know, we couldn't get it to work. And I said, if I can't hear, I can't. Well, how can I talk to the guys if I can't freaking hear them? So anyway, so uh, so it didn't work. And I, of course, it, obviously, it's my fault. I don't, I don't know why. They, you know, Gallus gear and it's my fault. But it's anyway, a call-in so, talk show. Can you call in? I, 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 believe me, I'd rather just call in and take a chance at my, my uh, ear rockets All work. Right, but right. that's the other issue. Anyway, so so this morning, I'm listening to the morning show. And I hear Rhino saying, oh, yeah, you know, he said, I wonder when you get to the stage where you don't know anything anymore kind of like Kimmer doesn't know what a drop down is and I'm going oh you dirty bastard well, the, <laughs> you know the funny thing was is is that morning when me and you were troubleshooting yeah. it went over the air so that's that's now again not not everything went over the air, but they there was one part where you were like the drop down's not there, and that's why right. Oh, that, oh, that, so, oh so they well, see there that that doesn't make any sense. How could it have worked for and then didn't work? anyway? So again, we're gonna troubleshoot so tomorrow. So flowers coming over this week, and we're gonna try to figure yep, out what's we're gonna, gonna get it all squared away. The mechanics of it, and again, uh, so we're trying to get it work out. But again, you know, and and Rhino was making actually yeah. made a valid point. So what at what stage am I gonna get where I don't know anything anymore? Where I'm out of the loop. Well, AI will be doing it for you well, then. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean we were year. talking about that last week. At some stage, I, I, the, it's more, I think it's more pronounced now than ever. You know, we've, we've always heard about the generation gap, you know, and parents don't like their kids' music. You know, uh, uh, you know 60s parents didn't yeah. like rock and roll and the Beatles. I mean, so, I mean, that's one thing. But when you all of a sudden don't know how to survive in a, in a life that other people are communicating yeah. in and you're you not. You can't bank. You're out. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's unbelievable. Even controlling your own money. Yeah. They want a crypto stuff. I don't know, but I don't crypto. What do you mean crypto? On my phone? I don't want to. You see what I, I mean? So this is way bigger than just not liking rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, this is freaking scary. Rocco, <clears throat> he has Kimmer babes all over the world, <laughs> but he wouldn't know what to do if they showed up at his door. It's <laughs> got a laugh from Cindy, and Sally goes, Bucko, Rocco, I think you are right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I know what to do. And Rocco, the question isn't whether I would know what to How do. How would do? I could do. Still do. Thank God there's Asian cheerleader night coming up soon. So, so you can just watch. <laughs> well, I never said I Andy Warhol. You're Andy Warhol now. You just like to watch. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm a painter. Yeah, I'm spinning all I'm, over myself. Do you now. want to see my etchings? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I was speaking. Oh, I I, I, I gotta, I'll mention my bucket list here in a second. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. 
It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Oh, all right, well, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. Now, real quick, it's a baroon. A bar- well, did you see the meat? <laughs> baroon. Only weather baroon. Totary. Totary. Totary, nothing to worry about. Uh, okay, now hold on a second. Let me get some things here. Now, the weather balloon, we all know what, what happened. Um, what, uh, what amazes me is that, is that President Stupid actually admitted, actually admitted that he was only told about it Wednesday. The American government knew about this for weeks. Aleutian Islands. Okay, so they never even told him about it so that they could plan on what to do when it came in like they knew it would. I mean, which is amazing to me that he is so stupid that he just admitted that he was out of the loop entirely. They don't in tell fact, him. I guarantee you, he, he probably got up from a nap and walked into the, you know, situation room by mistake and all these <laughs> generals are around. Hey, I, oh, no joke, no joke. What's going on? No joke. Uh, you know, you get something new on corn pop? Or, uh, no, just go back to bed, Mr. President. We'll, we'll, we'll give you, oh, okay, all right, no joke, no joke. And he wanders off in his pajamas or something. Jesus. I mean, this is unfreakable. Now... And, and then, of course, then they had to roll him out to say, well, I, I wanted to shoot it down, uh, you know, last week. And they said, no, uh, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they didn't want it out that, that, that. He was, he was overruled. They overruled the commander in chief? Um, <laughs> we'll look into whether it was dangerous they, how, over they the city. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I heard from a, from a guy who's in the Army. He said, if they shot it down, they didn't know what was in it. It could have harmed somebody with a pathogen or it could you know, ricin. Or well, something. it also, I mean, there, there are a lot of possibilities. I, I assume it had a self-detonating explosive device in it to blow it up if we were going to capture it. Well, you know who did it first? The Japanese in World War oh, II World War II had blo- literally balloons over port. It was a Portland or Seattle. Killed a woman in Washington yeah. State who went to, to touch it, and it blew up and killed her. Yeah. And that was the Japanese. Yeah. And, and that was not technology in 1942 It was or a three. weather map yeah. and where the winds blew. Yeah. Anyway, so this thing, here's what should have happened. I, I can't believe he, well, I, I can't believe it perfectly. Um, and again, I, again, you can only imagine what, what another leader of America might have done. <laughs> I, I can, I wish to God I had been in charge at that moment when the weather balloon's coming. Oh, okay. Let's go live with America right now. Give me live on all the networks. Hey, folks, look at this. You see that big white blob up in the air? That's a communist Chinese spy balloon. They're now trying to gather information on America. I mean, explain what they're doing. No, this is, we can see it. And by the way, I think it's freaking hysterical that the reason this entire thing went public was not because the administration wanted to announce what we're doing, da 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 It was it went public because somebody at the uh, Bismarck, North, uh, no, somewhere in the Montana. Montana newspaper, uh, just discovered this balloon in the sky and went public with it. And then they had to start reacting to it. In fact, the first the first day of the uh, Al Jazeera Constitution here in Atlanta, when they covered the story, it was a, a story about two inches long. Uh, there was a Chinese weather balloon spotted over Montana and moving into the Midwest. I mean, it just you know, and then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, when everybody's talking about it they, now they have an actual story on it not, they not a huge one but they had to say something about it but anyway 
Biden should have gone public and he should have mocked him like Trump did with Rocket Man. I mean, can you say, oh boy, ooh, we got the weather balloon with their spy equipment. Gee, I guess we're not going to tell you any of our secrets, are we? I mean, just just mock the whole thing and then and then go and, and Fox, I guess, was live when they shot when they when they hit it. And I understand that the uh, the plane that hit it was the the new F-22 Raptor, and that was the first. Um, actual live fire warlike experience of that aircraft. Good. We get our money's worth, huh? Got our money's worth. Well, you know who Maria Bartiromo is? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She's the, on but Fox. The, money, the, the, the money honey. She actually came out on Twitter and said, this is so bad that the Chinese must have so much on the Biden family that they can't even stop it, this. Exactly. It, I, I mean, the ramifications of this are astounding. And if you don't think that he's, you know, he, he in fact, one of the great memes was uh, he's on the phone with the Chinese leader and the, and, and the Chinese leader, so we got everything we need. You can shoot it down. Now. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, come on. How about this? How about it's a dry run? Probably nothing on it. A dry run. Because if there are ever hostilities, guess what? They've got 500,000 of them yeah. that they release, yeah. go over our airspace, we can't fly. Because if they're all little bitty bombs like, you know, what the, the mines for the submarines, yeah. if they're mines for planes, we can't fly. Yeah. It, it's a dry run. Well, and, and not only that, but the very idea. I mean, think about the very idea that they wanted to see what would happen. The reason they did it is not, I mean, they, they have spy satellites, but again, they have they, they have the technology of this weather balloon, which is a lot closer to Earth than some of those satellites, to get more specific information, I assume. Uh, but again, the, the very balls on these people saying, let's just see if they even do anything. No, no, no. And they didn't. They didn't do anything. Kimber, the Chinese government didn't do this. This was, oh, rele- right. this was released from a bat supermarket about seven miles away from where they released yeah, balloons. It wasn't really near. It, it wasn't an experiment. <laughs> it, was an, it was an accident. Didn't escape. They, they were, yeah. We didn't do that. Some kid's science experiment. It happened in nature. (laughs) Monkeys and pandas could have been put this together. This happened naturally in nature. Uh, I mean, just the the near nerve of these people. I mean, just it's unbelievable. And you know, they're and again, the first story is coming out of China where they were laughing at us, saying, "Oh my God, we sent a weather balloon dot dot out." Even though obviously it's a spy thing, but still, the Chinese are all now they're all together laughing at America once again. You think they're nervous about invading Taiwan? You think you think China's afraid we're going to do something to stop them from invading Taiwan now after the Russian invasion of Ukraine and after the I mean, I mean, just this is unbelievable. They're 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 thumbing their nose at us and they're calling us weaklings and they're right. I mean, yes. even Democrats are saying, oh, you know, this is this is not good. When, when you, you have you know. tweets, Jimmy Carter would have shot this down. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, and, and you know, Trump, and, and then, of course, then, what about disease? What about disease? What about Trump? The Biden administration, President Showers with daughter, released information, and, well, this uh, balloons happened several times during Donald Trump's administration, and he never shot them down. And, and Trump said, whoa, wait a minute here. We, we didn't have, there was no damn uh, stuff when I was, that happened when I was, uh, when I was a president of the United States. And then they had to come out. In fact, the first reaction was uh, a fake story pushed by the left claiming the Chinese spy balloons flew in America airspace under President Trump's watch has been debunked and proven false. Does the left ever tell the truth about anything? That was the first reactions. Again, a Chinese balloon story will be debunked in a few weeks, but by that time, half of America will believe it and the media will never retract it. The same tired playbook over and over and over again to, to say something wrong about Trump. Uh, Mark Esper, former defense secretary, refuted it. 
Uh, former CIA director Mike Pompeo also refuted it. John Ratcliffe debunks the whole thing with the thing. Then it came out. There were Chinese spy balloons over the U.S. during Trump when he was in office, but no one knew about it until after he left office. Uh, there were apparently three surveillance balloons over the continental United States prior to uh, President uh, Pervert, the crime family, uh, and no one knew about it, and the administration never knew about it. They went undetected, which is a whole different thing. But again, the first thing you're saying is, what about Trump? What about Trump? To try to blame him, and he can't be blamed for not shooting him down or reacting if he never knew about it, we're which looking, also is pretty frightening, by the way. We're looking at their satellites, and they're doing low-tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And again, isn't that a little scary that, you know, they, they got away with it three times under Trump and we never knew it? And we can't do it back. That's the problem. Unless we oh, release it. you think it. we get anywhere near the, over the China Sea? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that could be fairly amusing. Um, uh, some of the, uh, oh, we're going to talk about uh, our Trump. Did you get that message I sent you, Founder, of the, uh, of the Trump comic guy? Let me see. Uh, from Mike uh, Cunningham, I think. Uh, was it was it? forwarded, and I forwarded it to you. In uh, Facebook? What's that? In Facebook? Uh, the, Facebook the message, message app, yeah. Uh, while, we, while we're getting that, uh, a couple of uh, meme reactions. Hey, did anyone lose a big white balloon? <laughs> Hashtag Chinese spy balloon tech. <laughs> uh, capture the spy balloon and make it the tribute in the Macy's Day Parade. Um, and a leftist. Well, what if, uh, what if when they shot the Chinese spy balloon out of the sky, a bunch of pink powdery smoke came out, and that's how we all found out the nation was fear-mongering for days over what ended up being a house balloon, a loose balloon from a gender reveal party states away. Or another, uh, the U.S. has shot down the Chinese spy balloon, but as always, it was filled with licorice, gummy bears, and other stuff nobody wants, including not enough Kit Kats. Uh, another, oh my God, it was the balloon carrying the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, another. They don't need a spy balloon. They have TikTok. <laughs> and another yeah. said with the spy balloon, here's the information. Uh, China, when they get the balloon back. Wow, that's a lot of dollar generals. <laughs> that's what they found out. One more. Uh, wait, here's a picture of uh, a, a president showers with daughter wearing a, a knight hat of armor kind of thing. It says, wait until your enemy's spy balloon completes its mission before shooting it down. Uh... uh uh, shoot it, uh, by the way, shoot it down over water too deep to recover the payload. <laughs> Idiot. Anyway. Right. Uh, well, first of all, it's not the first time something has been let down going to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> One of my favorites was, remember a few years ago when there was a drone taking pictures and it was over some house in Alabama yeah, and the and picture they, was these two rednecks, the man and the woman throwing beer bottles yeah, up at it? That's in the new, that's in there. That was what. <laughs> and finally, China sent us some balloons because it was the only thing missing from this clown show. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to get that uh, Georgia congressman, Hank Johnson, Hank to tell Johnson. him, this is what your helium did. Yeah, we need this helium. You can't eliminate the helium. Uh, Flounder, did you find our uh, sign? Here's uh, the way Trump might have reacted to the uh, Chinese balloon spy caper case. A Chinese balloon was popped like a dog. China, excuse me, shut your mouth, okay? China is spying, they're killing us. We destroyed the balloon, which is totally eavesdropping on our conversations. And what I can tell you is Xi Jinping is just a nasty guy. We love balloons, right? Happy birthday to China. Happy birthday to China. You're a dog, China. Balloons are nasty. Pop it like... A Chinese balloon was popped like a dog. 
Anyway, it's just a little... He's got his movement now. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Coming up, a demand for your recipe. Also, the uh, State of the Union. Also, some canine stories. And uh, what's that? Uh, Rocco says, State of the Union, Republicans should wear a little white balloon on their lapel. I've heard heard a lot of people saying that now, social media, and be a great... uh, What a great idea. And and you're going to hear the lies you're going to hear if you listen to it tomorrow night, and I probably will... I'm not watching it. Also, um... Uh, coming up in a second, I assume, I'm guessing, you did not watch any of the Grammys. Hell night. no. Flounder, did you watch any Grammy? Not, oh, not, I, would th- I thought you might have. Of course, it's not kind of late for you to go to get Ben Shapiro here. says it's sat- it was satanic. Well, I, I didn't watch it either, except I know a little bit about it that is really, and there's one part. Did you watch it, Flounder? I did not. No, oh, he didn't. Uh, either did I, but there's one, there's one part, a couple parts of it that really are scary and need addressing. We'll get to it in a second. First of all. That's our culture. That's, yeah, that's yeah. our culture that we're supposed to be paying attention right. to. And again, I'm going to talk about uh, the days of uh, Father Knows Best and being able to read the paper with your cup of coffee in the morning uh, and how uh, uh, we used to watch uh, the uh, pa- beauty pageants and the Miss America contest and the Grammys and the Oscars and everybody was brought together with happiness and joy and those days are over. Uh, let's say you've got, you're driving along. You're driving along. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> you have a crack in your windshield or maybe a, a rear view mirror maybe you hit it somehow in your in your, your vehicle whatever a side view mirror whatever you have a glass issue and you have it's an rv or a motor coach or a camper a vehicle like that wise rv glass to the rescue wise w-i-s-e wise rv glass for an rvs motor coaches campers uh maybe a, a fogged up double pane window or a, a spider crack kind of deal that just started or uh, maybe you knocked off the rear view side mirror or something or other whatever whatever and don't think to yourself, oh, man, they're not going to come to me. Yeah, it's all mobile service. You don't have to go find them and drive around for several hours and whatever. You get in contact with them, and they come to you, all mobile service, all over North Georgia, all over Metro Atlanta. Uh, they use your own window frame, save you time and money. What a great idea. Uh, give them a call. Here's a phone number, area 470-345-6521. They'll replace it right there for you. Any glass issue, no job too small. That's what they do for a living. All of Metro Atlanta, North Georgia. On the web, wiserVglass.com. Please tell them they, uh, that you heard it on the Kimmer podcast, and we'd be very grateful if you would give them your business. These are good people. Russell posted today, this morning, he was loading up. I think he's going over to eastern Alabama for couple days to fix some too wow i wouldn't be surprised yeah well there and again uh carl's a dad he just retired russell runs a business carl uh carl <laughs> uh and uh carl the beach keeper yeah, you got all of that one <laughs> uh anyway uh russell and it's, it's a great and what a great idea by the way they come to you and take care of it for you i mean it just what a load off yeah. anyway uh, wise RV glass. So uh, thank you guys. Uh, a couple of leftover things. Um, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, let me get a message. Somebody w- uh, sent us a, a, a message thing. And again, we have news, a lot more newsy stuff coming up here in a second. Uh, first of all, Charles uh, wrote us a note. The Z man said, uh, Kimmer, y'all did it this time. One of your po- latest podcasts. Pete mentioned his brother-in-law's breakfast cobbler with everything from eggs to fruit on top, all in one baked together as an avid cook. I can tell you that a lot of us out here heard that and immediately tried to find it on a search engine without any luck. So, to keep a harmonious level of recipe decorum, could you please ask Pete to get his brother-in-law to give us the recipe? Love hearing you back on the air. Longtime listener, mm. fan, several five things and stuff like that. I asked him. I told him about that the other day that people were asking. 
And I said, what's the recipe? And he just smiled. Well, you t- don't, didn't he smell on the podcast? Uh, this well, is, this no, is I'm not a, telling him that. This is that bullshit around now. He, this I'm is, sorry. He's ex-Special Forces. I ain't telling him squat. Well, we have worldwide people <laughs> want to know this. <laughs> he can kill me in 400 different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Now, you also mentioned an interesting uh, trip to the hospital. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm driving around looking. Well, actually, I was at home, uh, Morning Constitution, and um, yeah. and I get a phone call from my nephew, and I go, "This is weird," because he every few months I may hear from him. You know, I see him all the time. Yeah, and uh, he's my youngest nephew. He's about 33, and he goes, "What is the uh, those symptoms for?" kidney stones again oh boy and I went oh so I started telling him about it he goes well I'm not having the pressure I said well you're lucky it's not but I'm just feeling bad and he started talking about how he was feeling I go, and where the kidney would be I mean well, it was kind of in his to lower to back yeah. and inside and all yeah. that and I said go to the the Piedmont dock in the box and they may be able to x-ray you there if not they'll send you emergency room well of course they found stuff they did a test and everything you know not a blood, blood test something like that and they said you need to go and check in case it's probably a kidney stone it probably is yeah. So they send him to Northside Forsyth. Uh, no, Northside at Forsyth, North Fulton. No, no, no. Northside at North Forsyth. I'd never okay. been there before. It's up there around Cumming. Yeah, got to be up there Never good. been there. <clears throat> Walked in there. Yeah. He's sitting there by himself because his wife was dealing with the new, they got a newborn baby. So she was having to deal with that. So he's sitting there alone and everything. So I went in there and go, uh, don't get up. And I, I almost put my DQ to, to eat, eat a blizzard in front of him. <laughs> but I, I did. And I sat down, I was, I was talking to him. And they wheel him into the hallway and put a, and f- first of all, every nurse there is the most beautiful nurse I've ever seen in my life. That's what got my attention. All my, they were all 25 years old. They were every size, shape, color, hair, whatever you and nice, and, and they kept walking by, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling, baby? I'm going, well, that's one that should be a nurse. I want that one to be yeah. a nurse. I want you to be his nurse. It was like everyone, oh, that went, I want you to be his nurse. It was unbelievable. So if you need to go, yeah. that's the place to go. And then, so he's already skipped half of the pain. He's not getting any of the pressure. He's just feeling the pain of it trying to pass, yeah. right? They walk up and go, well, here's your choice. You can get morphine or you can get morphine with nausea or we can give you this other drug. And I'm sitting there doing <laughs> You don't want that third one. You want to stop at the first one or the second one. I've had it five times. They never gave me morphine. I think lidocaine was the best I ever got. And Oxy, Oxycontin. I had one bottle of Oxycontin, which I stretched out for two years. But yeah, they, they're pumping it full of morphine. And I said, Well, I'll bet he felt pretty good about that experience I, at the end there, didn't he? I told I said, In two minutes, I'm going to start asking you some really personal questions <laughs> because you're going to answer everyone. Oh, my. Oh, it, it was like that. He's like, Oh, oh, no, okay. I had no idea they did that. No, I had so, no idea. No, either. Th- so did he pass it and it just didn't hurt that well, much? Well, here's center? the thing. Here's the thing. They said, they finally said, well, we we did a CAT scan, can't find it. I'll be damned. So the lucky bastard gets the best just, looking I, nurses. I got this kidney thing. I have a little morphine and uh, gets half the pain. Yeah, and he passes it without knowing. And he got the hot babe uh, nurses. And he had the hot babe nurses. I tell lucky you what, bastard. When I went to North Fulton Hospital with my heart attack, the, the doctor came in there. She looked like a oh model. God. She was gorgeous. And that be, be, I took a, I took video of that beautiful long red haired nurse who yeah. took care. Oh God, magnificent. Anyway. <laughs> Something about nurses, Whatever. man. I, I used to live with a nurse, yeah. Something now, nurse. Uh, one more a quick sports thing. See how you feel about this. Again, holy crap at sports coming up later on uh, today with fabulous Pete Davis. Lawrence Taylor was on a, a podcast 
and he was asked. Uh, I played talk- golf with him once. Uh, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I was going to mention that, and I, then I thought, no, I won't, because it's just me bragging about my experience you with Lawrence Taylor and Jimmy Brown. But now that you've mentioned you again, mentioned I will mention it. again because I, I'm going to mention my thing. So Lawrence Taylor's on the thing, and they were talking about the greatest defensive players of all time. And uh, the podcast guy asked Lawrence Taylor, "Who are the greatest? The top five? Or who are the greatest defensive players of all time?" He said, "Well, I, I, there's a whole bunch of them, uh, but he said I can uh, I, I can give you my top five. Um, and he, oh, here we go. Here is his top five. He left off Aaron Donald. The top five defensive players for, according to uh, 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 Lawrence Taylor, are himself." Reggie White, Deacon Jones, Deion Sanders, and Ronnie Lott. It's a pretty good list. But uh, you put Deacon Jones ahead of Deacon. Well, it's old school. It's a different time. Yeah, Bubba well, Smith Buck, how about or Butkus? Butkus. Dick yeah. Butkus, my God, Tommy Nobus. Uh, uh, who Sam, was the guy who Sam went to uh, 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 Chuck Benderick? Went Chuck. both ways, for Chuck God's sake. So did Nobis when he first went to Texas. Yeah, Tommy, no, yeah. Of course, he couldn't even get into the Hall of Fame, for God's sake. That's, that's just because that's he played for the Falcons. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly correct. He played in Philadelphia. He'd be yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, Reggie White, I can see. I mean, he, and, and Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And again, I, uh, you know. Dion, top I, ten. I, I, but since he didn't tackle. Guys, he couldn't tackle anybody. Since he didn't he was, tackle. He was a better run back guy. Uh, as he did a, that to kiss ass because right now, Dion is the guy. Yeah. Dion is the I mean, the he's a, he was a great coverage guy. You, they, you couldn't throw it to Pot the guy because too. he was so good, but he never tackled anybody if they ever got the ball you weren't going to get tackled by Deion that's Sanders. not defense yeah um anyway I, I one more quick thing speaking of golf and a, and a bucket list I was why I, I, I started I think I started mentioning this I was watching the the golf tournament yesterday Sunday at Pebble Beach and it brought back a memory and I went back to I went downstairs and went through all the junk I took out of my storage locker and sure enough I have a shadow box and I showed it on the Facebook page <clears throat> I showed it on Rumble of, of, a, of a shadow box of a scorecard of me with Danny McLefty, one of my best friends ever, a PGA uh, pro member of the PGA, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Craig Forney, uh, also a PGA pro and a, a club pro and so forth. And we took the trip of a lifetime 25 years ago, flew out to San Francisco. They lost my golf clubs. It was a golf trip. They lost my golf clubs at the airport. So even so, we went to... We we got a rental car and that's where we the lady said do you want the extra coverage and I said I want coverage so good that I can drive it through the window when I bring it back on no wheels and nobody will care I said mm. okay so we drive to Pebble Beach we check in there at the at the place things are going great uh, don't have my clubs I had to rent clubs first day we played spyglass and uh, 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 um, oh crap spyglass and uh, Spanish Beach. Bay <laughs> the second day we played uh, Pebble Beach in the morning played the Pebble Beach Golf uh, uh, Club Pebble Beach Lake from the tips we had a, a four caddy went with us uh, who was kind of a jerk but uh, whatever and we played the course one of the great experiences of all time for the holes that are by the water for, for just I'll make this very quick for golfers who have any uh, who know anything about Pebble Beach or play golf I was lucky enough to play holes number seven which is a little teeny postage stamp green seven eight nine ten eleven and twelve in one under par 
That's pretty good. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And only because I sank a 30-footer on 12. <laughs> I had no way of making it, and I made it. Uh, and, and number eight was one of the greatest shots I've ever hit in my life, one of the toughest holes I've ever seen. Anyway, what a great experience that was. And then after that, after we played Pebble Beach, we drove, got in our rental car and drove to San Francisco and played Olympic Club the week after they had the U.S. Open there. And that was the toughest golf course I think I've ever played by a mile. Man, was that a hard... Anyway, so what, what a golf trip. Spanish Bay, uh, uh, Pebble Beach, Spyglass, and Olympic Club in two days. Um, and I did get my clubs, by the way, later on that day. But anyway, um, and, and, we, and we, we were having so much fun. And we were so drunk and so crazy. We got to one of the halfway houses, and this little chickie behind the counter, we were talking about how much fun we have. She said, you know, I can almost smell the burnout. <laughs> and that <laughs> was great. And I, at the time, I had no idea it was going to be a bucket list thing. And I got to, you know, I, I was mentioning how I'm troubled about my stepson and his birthday and the thing. You know, I, things like that troubled the hell out of me. And then I'm lucky enough to get a memory like that. All, all Sunday afternoon, I kept thinking about all these great things that happened because of that one little spark that, you know, turns everything into a happy smile. So I, th I thought it was cool. And then um, uh, one more golfing. When I celebrated my final divorce, I drove by myself to uh, Pinehurst uh, a golf course at Pinehurst, uh, South Carolina, or North Carolina, South Carolina, um, and played Pinehurst number two two days in a row. Broke 80 both days in, in uh, Pinehurst number two to celebrate my divorce. Oh, by the way, the thing about Pebble Beach that I was so thrilled about, I didn't keep score that day. Danny drove and kept score. And, 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 I, and I kept saying, you know, uh, how, how am I doing? He said, don't look at it. Forget, just play the hole. Don't even don't look at the score. Don't think about how many over or under you are or whatever. So just play the course. So we did. We had great fun. I got to the 18th tee, and I and I think I bogeyed 17 or 16. I think I double bogeyed number 16. I said, "Oh crap! I always wanted to break 80 Pebble Beach. I'm not going to make it. I think I got to. I think I have to make a birdie to break 80." Or to shoot 80. So we get to, I put it in a broad play, hit two terrible shots on the 18th tee, the very famous team. Finally, I hit it up on the green, and I said, God, I got to make this 20 footer to break 80. And I missed it, and I was very upset. And Danny said, You just shot 77 at Pebble Beach hmm. from the tips. You know, he's a good friend. <laughs> I know. I look, I've got the scorecard. <laughs> uh, anyway, and, and, and the, uh, the Lawrence Taylor, I have the scorecard to him, signed by him and Jimmy Brown when I played with oh, them. Oh, you played the with Monster. them too? If then Jimmy <laughs> Anyway, so that's my claim to fame of my stupid bucket list. <laughs> there you are. Now, speaking of one more quick sports thing. Okay, Rocco. Yeah. If I had a dollar <laughs> for every time I've heard the Pebble Beach story. <laughs> <laughs> totally unprompted by me. Well, he said it twice <laughs> in my life, I swear to God. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, oops, oh, I'm sorry. We, we so just Venmo us very much. Thank oh, you thank very much. You. Oh, that's another thing. The Venmo things, and we need to post that again. The Venmo thing. Patreon, PayPal, thank you very much, everybody. Lori, oh, Lori made a very nice donation on Venmo, and Michael also uh, made us a very nice splittable three ways donation as thank well. Thank you. And uh, all you have to do is just go to thekimmershow.net, and everything is right there. You can find the Venmo thing. You put your your. You your find phone Venmo. In, you uh, find PayPal. You find Rumble. You find Twitter. You find Patreon.com. Patreon. Pete's man. books are on there. So just go to thekimmershow.net for all things Kimmer. And we believe me, we're trying to make to keep this podcast. 
where it's not this month was better than last month yeah, it was definitely better than last month we're still you know we, we need we still need to try to make a living but again well i'm sorry i mean i feel like an idiot because you know how can you try to make a living on a podcast well we're trying i mean and, you know it isn't working it's coming we're, close. There. we're coming it's coming another you know another, another grand if you get if we can make another thousand a month I, I, I mean, how, 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 how you know we're begging for a thousand dollars ladies and gentlemen you know i mean that, i feel like I mean, how pathetic is that I, I i used to be a million Oh my God! That's why I'm, I'm begging the federal government. It's my money. Can I just at least have a thousand it's of it a, a month? A grand, a lousy grand. <laughs> you've, you've kept it from me for 50 years. Yeah. Anyway, um, one more sports thing. I don't think I don't think this is the thing, but uh, it sounded like it might be a thing. I want to ask your opinion. Um, speaking of sports. It turns out that when they, the scene of that terrible, fatal accident a couple of weeks ago involving the University of Georgia football players and the two recruiting the women who were with them in the car late in the early, two o'clock in the morning, whatever, crash, uh, two p- people dead. Uh, the police chief uh, was notified about the crash and he called the cops on the scene and said, There's gonna, you're going to get a visit from Bryant Gant, who's a member of the coaching staff at UGA. He's going to come out there. And the cops on the scene said, what's he coming out there for? And the chief said, well, so you can talk with him and kind of tell him what's going on. And the dispatcher said, uh, and what does he do exactly? Anyway, the police chief got a call about the wreck. He mm-hmm. called UGA and told their guy, go out there, and then told the cops, you're going to get a UGI UGA guy out there. Now, I don't think that's uh, on its face. I don't think that's a serious thing. It's kind of a special relationship because it clearly was UGA and it was involving football players. But is there any other category of a thing where they would call the company and say, hey, there was a wreck involving your people, so in case you want to see what's going on? I, it's, it's, it's just a little well, iffy. Answer questions about you know who, who, who was driving the car, who was supposed to drive the car. Was it a car from the university, yeah. a vehicle, something like I can see questions like that. Now, you might think, well, there's a cozy thing, you know, because they're well, the biggest thing in Athens but there actually there's been animosity between well I'm just going to make the point I I do not for a second believe anymore I mean maybe Herschel days I don't do I do not believe for a second anymore that the basic members of the uh, Athens Police Department are going to just wash everything away and it happens to a football player let him go that's not going to happen the players and the and the students there you know joke all the time about the Clark County Memorial Bulldog holding pin that they catch you if you go a, 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 a the mile over the well, speed they get limit or something. Open the car or you know they they will get you. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not cynical at all. As though the police are going to be told, you know, don't you know, hide you know this like? beer bottle or something. When I was I in San Diego in the '80s, the cops had a reputation to not yeah. like Navy personnel. Oh, and the Marines. You think that in Oceanside, California, like Marines? They no. hated Marines. Mm. Almost every local uh, place that has a military base hates. Well, I can't say that Qu- now. Quit getting in fights at the bars. Well, no. In the, <laughs> Uh, in the 60s, I mean, you didn't want to even be known as a Marine in civilian clothes. You had to because your hair cut. Yeah. But still, uh, they, they were not, you know, we, no. we were not well-loved. You were not liked by the, local, by the townies. Nope. You know, the merchants like you spending your money, but the townies want nothing to do with you. 
In fact, there was, well, anyway, whatever. Did you get a, ever get a townie? I have, I've, I swear, <laughs> Kalaska. I, I personally, for. you know, I, I, I never served. I, you know, I never, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I was homo, you know, much better now, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're not homosexual. No, no, but we are willing to learn. Would they send us to a special place? <laughs> By the way, speaking of, I just the other night, I was saying, I'm going to talk about culture here in a second. In fact, I'll do it right now. Can I do it right now? Well, you do that. Yes, please do. That was Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Yeah. I read a thing on Facebook today, a, a, a producer who worked with them. They hated each other. They I, I've all heard six that. films they did, they were at each other's throats the who, whole Bill time. Bill Murray and who? And Harold Ramis, yeah. who directed Groundhog Day, did not want him. He wanted yeah. Michael Keaton or Tom Hanks. Right. Because right. he didn't want a comedian yeah. playing it. And uh, Chevy Chase and Bill Murray hated each other. Right. For good and, reason. And, and in fact, uh, that scene of them, uh, do you mind if I play through when they goes into the house? There, there was no, they realized at the end of the movie, there was not a single scene with both together, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, who were the key big stars yeah. at the time. And the directors and writers said, holy crap, we don't have a scene with these two biggest stars. So they said, well, well let's make one. So they just kind of basically ad-libbed the scene where he goes into the guy's, you know, to Carl's, uh, is your place, Carl? It's really <laughs> awful. Uh, and it was all basically ad-libbed. And, and they were afraid that it wasn't going to work because they hate each other. And it was great. Turned out perfect. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, but again, now they were being professional about it. But again, behind the scene stuff was weird. I was, I was, I was talking, about, talking about some culture stuff. I was just, I was lamenting the fact, and I don't know whether it's because I was thinking about the barman before, and it was kind of in a melancholy mood, and I was thinking to myself, um, um, I, I'm looking to get at the morning paper. My, one of the great things I love to do, especially on Sunday morning, is to get the freaking Sunday paper, get into my easy chair with my ottoman, and turn on <laughs> Sports Center, whatever, and, you know, and have my freaking Sunday paper and my coffee exactly the way I want it. I mean, it's, that's, all, that's it. That's one lousy thing. Too okay? much to Yeah. Anyway, is that really, you know? Anyway, uh, and so now, and so I'm thinking about this morning, and I look at the newspaper, and and again, they're going to stop the newspaper. The Al Jazeera Constitution is going to be oh, gone. Right. They're, they're not going to, I mean, they'll, they'll, you can have to get it only on your phone. They're not going to print the paper. This year, it's gone. This year, it'll be gone forever. I bet. A major town in Atlanta, they've already announced it. Really? Anyway, yeah. Well, they've announced it. It's going to be gone this year. And they're, they're saying you can get a discount now signing up for the online version early. Are you? No. What are you going to do? I'm not, I don't know. Google knew. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say today. I, I, screw it. Well, I don't know. I, honestly, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm frantic about it. But then then I got, then I realized. Okay, well, let's just take a look at what I'm talking about here at the paper. I, I didn't get ready today here at all. I don't have my glasses on or anything. Sorry, boys. Actually, I'm not even using them for some reason too. That's a good sign. Okay. Um, so I looked at. Uh, this is called the news section, right? The news yes, section. Yes, okay. The news section. There's one story, it's, it's one story on the top and then ads, and, and the one story on the top of the news section is judge to rule on mass voter challenges, opponents claim in federal court that contesting so many voters amounts to intimidation. In other words, the one news story is liberals complaining that if they eliminate people who don't belong on the voter polls, it's intimidating the voters to keep people from voting. The one sto news story is again a liberal slant on how if you complain about people not being eligible to vote, you're some kind of racist. I Gee, I mean, I, that's the news. That's the one news story. Um, uh, you know, they're it, supposed to be there to keep cheating I, from happening. It used to be that. They're way. promoting cheating. It used to be that way. Um, uh, it, you know, the, uh, oh God, what? But Dems always allowed cheaters to vote Democrat. The American, yeah, it's a, the, the American way. It's the, now, they, in fact, is it Minnesota? You know, someplace they're allowing uh, illegal immigrants to vote. 
Uh, in some of these churches. Anyway, all right, so, that, so just quickly, I'll go I'll look inside the paper. Uh, the, the other now new, so-called news, this is the news <laughs> section. Uh, Gazunai, Gazunai. Uh, airport begins construction work on North Parking Deck. Disaster Recovery Center opens in Locust Grove. Chemical plant. And now it's a big thing on a chemical plant. From 1971, 29 people, mostly black women, died in an explosion. 1971. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Historic sites to offer free admission Sunday. This is the major newspaper of Atlanta, Georgia. Albany State students designed, featured in Target stores. Screw Albany State. DeKalb pauses new work by sewer contractor. <laughs> well, that's actually a story. That's sort of a story. Fraud. Georgia wildlife biologist aid endangered whale. Oh, for him. <laughs> One of Savannah's favorite bookstores is expanding, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. That's, uh, I mean, come Let's on. Let's drive to Savannah. God. I... I... I mean, it's over. And, I, you, know, I, I'm t- you know, I'm thinking about the days of Father Knows Best and Ozzie and Harriet, you know, and, and, and uh, Leave it to Beaver and, and, you know, smoking a pipe in your easy chair. Hi, honey, is dinner ready? I mean, I, remember, I, I know that's, that's way out. It's never going to be a day like that again. <laughs> I remember dating a, a, a woman who we would get up on Sunday mornings and get the big newspaper, and she'd have coffee, and I'd have hot chocolate or something, and we'd sit in bed, and watch CBS Morning with Charles to, Osgood or Charles my, I, Carroll. I, that's right. I used to watch On the Road with Charles Carroll yeah. and Charles Osgood CBS was, Sunday Morning. Yeah. And it was it was laid back. It was calm. It was just kind of talking yeah. about stuff. And they, they used, didn't he used to do an animal section where they just played music or something for a while? Didn't yeah. they have a minute, a couple minutes of just so. music? Yeah. Or, anyway, yeah, absolutely. And I, I and I'm last night was, was skipping around and I saw there was a whole series of James Bond movies. He had From Russia with Love and Doctor No and Gold had Goldfinger. And I forgot whether it was Goldfinger, and I, I tuned it in, and, and they opens up with a scene. Sean Connery's, um, uh, the American counterpart's looking for him, and Sean Connery's at a pool, a fancy Felix. pool. Felix. Felix, yeah, Felix looking for him. And Sean Connery's getting a massage at the pool, and Felix comes up. So Sean Connery has to get up. Has to get up. The, this hot blonde masseuse is standing there. So he says, oh, time for you to scoot along, little gal. And he slaps her on the fanny and sends her on her way. You've got time for you to go, sweet little gal. And Smith smacks her on the fanny. Fanny as she walks off smiling. Oh, I will. and I think, oh my God! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I'm, uh, clearly, you know, <laughs> that's never going to happen it's, again. Do you expect me to talk? And no, no about to expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! One more quick sports thing while I'm thinking about it. Um, uh, 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 Brady, Tom Brady, the football player. Is there actually never. an effort? I want to play a. Uh, uh, Tyler Lawson or some player says they should retire his number 12 throughout the league. I'm thinking, oh, okay, he, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not the greatest football player or athlete, but he's the, he's greatest, the greatest quarterback of all court, time. Yeah, clearly. Uh, but he's not Jackie Robinson or Roberto Clemente. He didn't break any barriers. He didn't do anything like that. No, I don't think. But he did but that. Yeah, I got to thinking about that myself too. And I, and then as soon as I said, first thing I thought was, you know, it's not like you know, if Jackie Robinson made a thing. Then I thought to myself, wait a minute, if we're talking about football. Why would race have anything to do with the race. greatest reti- with the retirement thing? It's an accomplishment that he didn't he didn't do anything besides uh, the winning. Right, I, I understand, but he but didn't again, change the game. If, really. if there, well, what what should be the requirement if if the NFL is going to retire for the first time ever one person's number? What in the world would be the requirement for that to happen? You'd have to change the game I forever or anything. something. I mean, I can't. how can you pick a one? Uh, how can you do no, that? Because name the first African-American. Yeah, please. 
that I mean, play the you, NFL. You can't possibly re- start doing that. I'm uh, trying to think if uh, no, there's uh, no one that jumps out on the NFL level that broke a barrier that makes me think yeah, of, you of would be the person. That, of their number should be retired. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine. You can always come up with Jim Browns and Gale Sayers and Buckus and things yeah. like that. But there's By no the way, one. two other uh, sports things. Uh, that uh, girl swimmer who has said, you know, enough of this tranny boys uh, swimming in this uh, is getting a lot of support. Have you seen the surf? Remember the surf girl Bethany Hamilton who had her arm eaten off by a shark? shark and, and, and continued uh, surfing even when she was like 13 or 12 or whatever it was. 14, maybe, I don't know. 13, she's a kid. Um, and without an arm, uh, she's now married, has kids, and she's a professional surfer. Yeah. She's now come out and said, wait a minute. The uh, United States Surf Official Professional Surfing Association has now allowed trans surfers to compete in the girls' surfing competition. And and, and Bethany, the one-armed surfing girl, says, no, no, no. You, you, you have, your, have another separate thing for trannies if you want. But, you know, I know. I, nobody wants to diminish their accomplishments. But you're not a girl. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, why doesn't somebody finally show up at a high school or every college campus in spring to try out for the girls' softball team, a man wearing falsies and a full freaking beard saying, I identify as a girl. A I even had my driver's license changed to female to prove it because they have to say female if I demand being a female. I'll bet you if I went into the Georgia State licensed people and said, I, I identify as a girl, I want to be identified with an F on my freaking driver's license, I'll bet they'd let me do it and then I could go to any college campus and say, I demand to be a part of the girls' teams. It's just how, you know, the king in his court, these 250-pound burly beardy guys show up and just play girls' softball. I mean, come on. What's the difference? Why are we playing How can they keep them off? Why are we changing 20,000 years of human society for less than 1% of the freaks? That's exactly what we're doing. I'm sorry. This is, we're, I'm, we're proud turfs here. This is a turf-free safe space. If you're a turf... Proud of you. Come on Have in. Join us. I mean, we are proud turfs. They throw that around like it's some kind of bad adjective. Well, you're a turf. Yes, thank you very much. I have a card. Minnesota is about to vote today, I think. I heard it, uh, it was on the news this morning. Minnesota is now going to proclaim itself an official refuge for transsexuals. Oh, thank God. They'll all go there. Yeah. If you... Come to Minnesota. And first of all, uh, there are transsexuals out there who are like, oh, God, why are they doing this? They're, they're killing it. It's like drag queens out there. Some of them are and gay people. It's like that, admiral, why are they, that Navy admiral guy yeah, who thinks Why are they girl. doing this? It's making us all look bad. They're not all that way. But it's a small minority that run their mouth, and the media backs them, yeah. and you act like they're the 90%. Yeah. They're not. I know. I know. We're the majority by far. It's, 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 it, it, I don't understand anything. The NCAA it's, is changing its rules yeah. so these behemoths can play with your young daughters. Yeah. What are you doing about it? Yeah. Did we play the Bill Maher thing yet? Not yet. Let's, let's do, can we do that now? Let's do that. How, yeah. how are we doing on this? We're doing all right. We're doing great. Bill, by the way, Bill Maher's getting roasted on social media and various Twitter things occasionally. In the last Before we days. do that, though, yeah. Bill Maher would be a... Big, big T-shirt you could get at farmhouseprintingco.com. Wow, thank God there's a place to get T-shirts or, or blankets and podcast uh, memorabilia. Hats, signs, tumblers. Stuff I got a golf towel for my son-in-law. Coffee uh, cups. Put a, a, a tournament thing on it from Farmhouse You're not getting Co. one for the barman for his birthday. No, no, I'm not. I, I guess I'm not calling him or uh, touching no, him. No, you're not. Laser engraving <laughs> at farmhouseprintingco.com. I mean, Eric and the gang right here in Sonoya, Georgia. Beautiful. You've been there, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. 
gorgeous. Beautiful downtown beautiful Sonoya. And it's just a great place to get all your printing needs. Yep. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Hey, they the do doggy there. I met, I met their whole staff, and they got beautiful staff? doggy there and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, was, no, it was great fun. I, I picked up my the podcast stuff uh, for uh, Christmas time. Oh. And they have a beautiful little doggy. And play. I put video up there playing with their doggies on farmhouseprintingco.com. Great folks. Great stuff. Great work. Great workmanship. Um, God, what was I just going to say about uh, that? Bill oh, Maher. Bill Maher. Um, he's getting, we mentioned earlier, Bill Maher is actually an old-fashioned liberal. The, the, the current liberal is just out, they're just out of their minds. And it's, it, the, the momentum is just is because of the Internet and social media and like the iPhone. But they really, they really don't make much sense. The old-fashioned liberals made a lot more sense. Uh, in fact, here's Bill Maher. He's getting ripped on social media by liberals claiming that he's now uh, left the team, which is exactly the opposite. Here's actual liberal Bill Maher. With communists, that human was no longer selfish. In America today, that human is no longer born male or female. And obesity is not something that affects health. You can be healthy at any size. Really, we voted on it. (laughs) A formerly serious magazine last year published with a straight face, an article called Separating Sports by Sex Doesn't Make Sense. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Because again, we haven't reinvented Homo sapiens since Crystal Pepsi came out. I've spent three decades on TV mocking Republicans who said climate change was just a theory. And now i got to deal with people who say, you know what else is just a theory? Biology. (laughs) (laughs) Comparing everything to Mao was fantastic. It's unbelievable. That's great. And and again, he's the old-fashioned liberal. I mean, it had a lot more common sense. In fact, it used to be, uh, I I think of the thing, I remember thinking as a kid would be, every time you get some, you know, love it or leave it, you know, that was a conservative back in the in the fifties and sixties. You know, love it or leave it. You know, my country or my way or other. I love it or leave it. And some liberal would say, "Oh, you know, you don't mean that because so and so." I say, "Yeah, that's right." And it would always, it always seem to have, have would have more common sense. You know, they weren't immediate reactionary. You know, slam bam, black and white. That's the way it goes. They were they were a little more reasonable, a little more. You know, let's figure this out, or you know, take it easy. Like, I mean, it was just you know, which it made made sense. It didn't mean I was going to be a liberal, but you know, they had. They they actually had some common sense. Not anymore. They're going, it's over. I mean, listen to them. They're the minority. Why are Way we playing minority. their game? Way minority. Why is everybody afraid of them? Because of this, because of social media, <coughs> of being, of being afraid. To, do not be afraid of training. being embarrassed if you're right. Yeah. Stop being scared of being right, even if you're the one person. You know, you, you I, I, I don't know... I, 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 what's that? What's that? that the meme back at, back in World War II, all the Germans listening to a Hitler or Goebbels speech, and there's hundreds of them, and they're all doing this except one guy doing this, yeah. and they said, "Be that guy, yeah, be that guy." Again, it's so easy to just you know you look at your phone and say, "Oh my God, a cop shot somebody in Keokuk, Iowa." Damn police! I mean, that, that's that's what happened. That's that's what, how easy it is. Oh, the cop shot another guy. Yeah, that one cop with 800,000 on duty. 800,000 police officers in America. I said duty. Uh, a quick thank you for our good friend, <laughs> Timothy, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, he said about every month he sends his little something in, in the uh, Kimmer Show oh, thank uh, you. post office box. And again, you can get the address at thekimmershow.net. Well, tell him the address. The address is Kimmer Media. And by the way, if you write out a check, don't write it to me. Write it to Kimmer Media. 
Kimmer yeah. Media. He just pockets. Or you yeah. can just make it out to Brent Dundon. B R. That would work too. The O N or the other. Kimmer Media, Post Office Box one four three two one four three two, Alpharetta, Georgia, and the zip code is three zero 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 nine. And again, Tim, thanks so much. And he wrote a note in the back. He doesn't send notes. He just sends a check. And then on the back, it says, good grumpy and necessary grumpy. <laughs> Remember when John Lewis gave us? <laughs> and what was his good, good, good trouble? Tr- good trouble and necessary trouble. <laughs> Shannon still uses that. He, still uses, yeah, he yeah. does. It's an intro. Oh, God. How did, how did it go with your last week? I forgot to tune in. Were you it's fun. We just, we just chat about sports. He's got a really great producer. He also talks. He's really, really really uh, knows his stuff. God, I wish we were back on the radio, Correct. man. Um, okay, whatever. Uh, a couple things. Um, tomorrow, as we, again, as we speak right now, it, it's, it's Monday, the 6th of February. Uh, tomorrow is the State of the Union address by President Pervert. And there's already a whole list of the things you're going to hear, which are absolute lies. <laughs> uh, for example, one, uh, Biden's going to say that he's reduced the budget deficit by $1.4 trillion. Uh, actually, the uh, first two years, the national debt's risen by more than $4.2 trillion. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> the deficit shot into the fiscal stratosphere of $2.8 trillion in his first year in office. Yep. And in 2022, it was still one of the highest levels in history. Uh, that's one. Secondly, he's going to inherit. He says, I inherited an economy in free fall. Wrong. When COVID hit stores and shores in early 2020, the economy was shut down in a once and a half century pandemic. By 2020, second half, though, the economy soared by more than 20 percent and millions of Americans moving back into their jobs. Uh, one week after the election, because of Operation Warp Speed, the vaccine was announced, which set the table for even stronger uh, recovery. It had nothing to do with Biden. That was all Trump's doing. Yep. Uh, number three. He's going to say inflation was high when Biden entered office. Uh, excuse me. The average inflation rate during the Trump years was 2%. In January 2021, it was uh, 1.4% when he took office. Yep. 18 months later, it's 9. Yep. <laughs> it went up 900%. Go buy some eggs. Jeez. Or gas. Uh, well, we're talking about gas prices here. Uh, number four, he's going to say Biden has brought down gas prices. When President Trump left office, the average gas price a gallon was 2 59. Uh, last summer it was five dollars a gallon. Today it's 348. I paid yesterday morning, I paid 450 again. It's going back up again. Yeah. For premium. Number five, he's going to say he's done all he can to secure the border. Remember that he actually said, well, he's done all he can to secure the border. Uh, he's issued 90 executive orders undoing Donald Trump's border enforcement policies. 90. Most notably, stopping the construction of the wall and suspending the stay in Mexico policy. Again, what he says, what they have secured the border, all he's done was secure uh, the border from a military assault by a foreign nation. In other words, the border is secure from another military coming in, and it's secure for the people filling out the paperwork to come into our country. But it's not stopped. It's not closed. The border's not closed. So when they say secure, they don't mean closed. He's let all those people in, and now he's got the app so they can sign up and advance but since he stopped the you know first of all the wall had to continue and the stay in mexico policy and we wouldn't have any of this going on 
Those two things, and they were the first two things he eliminated. One more, he's going to claim that he increased gas and domestic oil production, oil and gas domestic production. Um, a study by Chicago's Casey University found uh, uh, oil production would be two to three million barrels a day higher if Biden had simply followed Trump's plan. America would have produced $200 billion more last year if not for his war on fossil fuel. It's all a freaking lie. I mean, he, and he's going to say it tomorrow night, and the Democrats are going to stand up and applaud and, and I'm thinking, That's oh why I don't watch God. it. It's just theater. It's, it's just I, I theater. I won't be able to watch. I, I'll, be, I'll get so angry when they stand and salute when he comes in like he's the president. Oh, God. And all the Stephen Colbert's out there sitting oh. there with lap dogs with their nose up his ass. Saying everything he says yeah, is great and wonderful, and he's so funny. He's really getting out of, out of control. Um, one, one more click. Uh, liberals turned on their head in Miami. I thought this was great. Uh, Ron DeSantis has gotten some uh, serious support from black people in the state of Florida. Uh, in Miami, uh, the chairman of the Miami-Dade Black Affairs Advisory Board... Um, Is that, they, yeah. Well, they advise you to have good affairs? Uh, there was a member of the board who had a meeting with the governor and, and said, uh, well, you know, our governor's a racist. So hold on a second now. So the chairman of the Miami-Dade Black Affairs Advisory Board said, whoa, wait a minute. We take it to heart when someone uses the term racist. Words matter. And so as the chairman, I must start by saying we want to pull that back. There's nothing wrong with saying we're sorry. That's not what we intended to say or be depicted by anyone. That's not the feeling of this board. Good. The guy was criticizing the rejection of African-American history studies. Remember that whole issue? Because of the Black Lives Matter and Queer Lives Matter issues in the black history courses. Uh, DeSantis, of course, opposed it. It'll be reevaluated by the Department of Education to see whether it's legit. And, of course, it's not. Uh, DeSantis has said this course on black history. What's one of the lessons? Queer theory. Uh, that's part of black history. Queer theory. You're pushing an agenda. And so one of the board members said, well, our governor's a racist. And, of course, the memes are all over the place claiming he's a racist. And uh, so finally, the black board member chairman and all the board said, no, 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 stop that. That's just wrong. Speaking of uh, Black History Month. Yes. A vendor in Nyack, New York. Nyack. The Nyack Middle School. Yes. That provides food service to the school and all the schools is apologizing for unintentional insensitivity on the Black History Month menu. Oh, I saw that too, (laughs) and I thought, wait a minute. It's not the first time this has happened. Well, tell the story. Uh, It's been more than a decade they've been doing this, probably every year. Well, of course they do it every, I mean. They're doing it on purpose. Somebody there is doing it on purpose. uh, Yeah, but still. The students at Nyack Middle School, where's Nyack? Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's upstate New York. It I think it's near like, uh, Lake George or somewhere up there. You're I'm just making sure. it up. I, yeah, don't, I yeah. don't know what I do. Anyway, uh, the first day of school of Black History Month, the students were served chicken and waffles with a choice of desserts, including watermelon. Yeah. On the first day, Aramark, by the way, which is huge. Yeah. Well, they do, they all do the airplane. Fl- they do the flights and stuff like they that do as stadiums. well. They do stadiums. Yeah. yeah. And airport yeah, airlines. Yeah. Said never should have. They apologize for an inexcusable mistake, but just seems to happen every year or so. Well, now wait a minute. First well, of look all, look up Nyack. Where is it? It's in Rockland County, well, uh, which is in the town of Orangetown. That's New York. Middle, that's middle New York, up by Cooperstown, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Population okay. seven thousand. I've okay. heard of it. Okay. Now, for the record, 
Beautiful I was country. a uh, northerner and was in, you know, college in the Midwest, parts of the like So I was basically uh, not a southerner until I came to Atlanta in 1972. I can say this. I have never, had never heard of chicken and waffles until I heard the famous okay. uh, black Gladys singer nice. lady in Georgia who Gladys has the chicken Knight. waffle Gladys okay. Knight in the pips. I can top that. I was born ever. in Mississippi. I was raised pretty much here. The first time I ever heard chicken waffles was from Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. So how is that something, you know? But it's good. Like, it's damn good. I, I, I guess. It I mean, makes, I, you I know where it comes imagine. from? that because it's fried chicken really good with syrup? No, no, no. It comes from the 1920s and the 30s where the, the blues musicians would be up up all night playing in the clubs and they would you know, get off and they'd be hungry and some of them wanted dinner and some of them wanted breakfast. So they made both, yeah. Chicken and waffles. I, I, I totally, I mean, I, and it makes sense and again, but I, I just, I would never order chicken and waffles. I, I don't want waffles or I want chicken, you know what I mean? <laughs> one of the funniest. But again, that's, how is that racist? Is that, no, is that offensive? Well, Give me a break. Well, the watermelon probably was. Well, so now you can't eat, nobody can eat, serve watermelon? I always think of Dave Chappelle on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the stewardess is asking, do you want fried chicken or fish? And the little devil goes, got on it, on the fried chicken. You know you want the chicken. And she comes back, she goes, oh, we're all out of the fish. <laughs> well, all right, I guess I'll have the chicken. That, that's what I mean. And my other favorite is him on the porch and is it being the black guy, white racist, <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan black guy. We should find the one where he's on the plane because it's not that long. <laughs> the one that's really bad is where he's the uh, the milkman. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, for the family coming to the family breakfast, <laughs> the, the Niger family or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle, one he of the greatest do it comedians now. of all time. They, Comedy I guess Central not, yeah. wouldn't let him on now. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But it's, I mean, what a shout! I, I can't believe what what's stupid. It's so stupid. We used to be able to say what we wanted in this country. Read what we Again, wanted, and we can't because of the oh, liberals, not because of conservatives. There's not a conservative in the world who would give a damn about Dave Chappelle making fun of anything on a TV show. You know how much it's I... the liberals who are now so woke. Wokeism is liberalism. That's not conservative viewpoint. Those are liberals. It's a mental illness, is what it is. Yeah, these are people who are They're so satisfied with their own lives and so apologetic or guilt-ridden or... No, they've been picked on, maybe, and now they've got a little power. Selfless. And they're going to abuse that power, just like the bullies abuse their power yeah. over them. They're, you're no better than the bullies. I don't know where it's... I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, again, I, I'm really... Stand up the, to them. Yeah. Just say no. I mean, literally, just say, don't stop. Just stop this. Cancel me? Fine. <laughs> I don't care. Unbelievable. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, again, we, uh, we, we not, none of us watched the Grammys, but I did see a little stuff this morning about it. First of all, have you seen Madonna? Ooh. Good Lord. She's Genghis Khan. Oh, Con. my God. Doesn't I look mean, like she has teeth she's either. She's Mongolian. Oh, she looks like an older man who was in a fire. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> They put it out with and a track shoe. They put it back together with like putty or something. A track shoe. They oh pounded it out of her. She's not Madonna. And they showed a picture of her, a picture of I can't her imagine in a her side view. You can't tell it's even a girl. No. In fact, Jim Bout wrote Ball 4. She looks like a bag of melted caramels. She, uh, it she looks, looks like, like cauliflower. She, she lost an acid fight. I mean, you. She doesn't have a face. Uh, it's. Yeah. I, I'm sure. I, I'm not. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not trying to be cruel. 
I mean, I feel bad. Hor- she shouldn't leave the house. Who thinks that looks good? Oh, dear God. Do they show God. before they do it? Do they say, this is what you're going to look like? And Who's they go, her doctor? Yes. How, how come nobody's gone to her, outed her doctor and said, this is the guy that did it? Yeah, that. look at that face. Look at that. And there's, there's one of her... You know who she looks like? Who was the black... Rachel, the, the, the white chick that tried to pretend she was black. Rachel Dolezal. Oh, Dolezal, yeah. That's who she looks like, except yeah. fatter. Except fatter. Uh, oh, post that picture. And from the, there was a picture of her on a, on a side view, and it, it, you couldn't even tell it was no. a, a person. It, she looks like she's just climbed out of a, a yurt, and oh. she's, she's looking for yak milk. Oh, God. I mean, poor thing. And, and again, or nothing. She caused that on she herself. Did, well, she I, did, know, she did I know, her I know. But someone gave her, someone, somehow she thought she was going to look better. So for some reason, <laughs> she felt she had to look better for herself, for her kids, for some, so, something happened where she. Who has that worked for? A, an older woman. Who has that really looked at you think? Well, maybe if other Ra- women? If Raquel Welch has done it, it's, it's worked for her for a long time. But, but for other women, not for a guy. I can't imagine Madonna would do that for some man. She can't think that's attractive. Can she look in the mirror putting she's on makeup herself. and think, she's boy, I, I'm glad I got this done? Yeah, she's kidding herself. Oh, Jesus. It's like Jerry Jones. And, and, Dak Prescott's our quarterback, and he's going to win us the Super Bowl. They're no. delusional. Um, and I saw, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I looked up, I Googled some of the stuff from Grammar, uh, Grammy, the Grammys last night. Some of the dresses and the outfits, oh, I mean, just disgusting. And the music sucks so oh, bad. And they had some kind of Satan worshiping thing with of that. Of course he did. That, that British guy. Lil Nas, is that him again yeah, doing it's, it? It's, it's trending on Twitter that Satan was on the Grammys last night. Yeah, B- what Bishop the hell Shapiro is that says all it is. About? That, that's literally in our face. Put, they used to laugh when we mentioned Satan. They're literally putting but, it in our face now. But, but again, okay, again, I, I'm, I'm an old fart, okay? I'm a baby boomer. So again, you take everything I say with a grain of salt. Unless you have just, you know, a semblance of the sense of, you know, common decency. Again, <laughs> how is it possible? possible that in the Grammys or the Oscars or the, you know, the Emmys or whatever, how is it possible that anyone could have even sat down in a production meeting and said, hey, I got an idea. Let's have Satan jump out at the crowd right here in the Grammys. I mean, who would have even thought about it? And who would not have said, uh, I don't think we ought to do Satan. It's nail on the eight and say, you know, I mean, I mean, really, how would this even come up in public? How could some producer say, Jesus, we got to get that. We got to get, have we got any Satan? Guys, got a good Satan actor. Yeah, little Nas. Jeez, that's exactly what he did. A video that kids watch of him getting buggered by Satan. I mean, what are they thinking? Well, they're deliberately trying. Who are they? Who are they trying to attract? They're Satanists. And who are they trying to push away? You would think that after all the ratings, when they have the lowest ever, the lowest every year, it's the lowest ever. You would think they'd say, "Geez, maybe we ought to try to get some more ratings." Uh, It's not like they don't even care. Or even worse, they do care. And they want to make it as bad as possible. Boy, what's the aim for that? What's the what's the outcome for what, what's the final You're goal expecting for that? Common sense. They're not. <laughs> you know, They're, what, what's the goal? What, what's your outcome? Satanism. <laughs> Jeez, that's the goal. Oh. They're either atheists or Satanists. Uh, They're I not mean, even pagans. The, They're the, Satanists. The change in our culture. I just uh, I completely dis, uh, disavow our popular culture now. I got I don't want nothing well, to do with it. Uh, let me uh, let me uh, make uh, this point too. Speaking of the Grammys, I actually looked this up. <laughs> the following are some acts that have never won a Grammy, and, and most of them haven't even been nominated. Have never yeah. won a Grammy. Katy Perry, Abba, Abba, um, the Beach Boys, 
never won a Grammy, The Who, Diana Ross, The Doors, Journey, Snoop Dogg, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, you can go the whole... Oh, they've always been behind the times. Yeah. But now they're trying to be ahead of the times but, you know, with this... And with, with these people. And, and by the way, Beyonce, uh, I'm... I, 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 I have to tell you, she she didn't do the one with the with the hips don't lie, right? Isn't that Shakira? Yeah, Shakira. Is is Beyonce the one that did uh, on the left, on the left, all your craps in a bag on the left, on the left? To no, the she left. She did to put the a left. ring on. To the left. That was Beyonce. Yeah. That was Beyonce. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Now I kind of like that song. Uh, is that well, the thing? The thing. If, 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 you, yeah, if you go look at any song that Beyonce's ever been in, there's like ten producers for one song, and she hasn't written any of the lyrics. Yeah. She's nothing but an entertainer. Well, again, she's not again, a music I, artist. My point was going to be, I don't know, I couldn't name you any Beyonce songs, not one. I, I just named the one about you know, but I, that's not probably not the name of, but like, that's, but that's probably her I biggest known. And I got the other one wrong. I got the other shaking hips was wrong, so I got one of the two. <laughs> but anyway, and, 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 and it sounds like there's getting so commercial, and she's got a new show. Doesn't she have a new tour just starting? And I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I'm happy for her. I, I don't care. I just, I don't, I mean, I, that one to the left, to the left is pretty cool. I got a boyfriend calling over to do me in a minute. He's almost here to the left, to the left or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> talk about that. I've been there. Yeah. I think I'll look up her Facebook page. Well, um, did she do lemonade? Wasn't that a big hit a few years ago? Something like I that. I don't know. Lemon. I never lemonade. heard that. I don't what are know. Are you, that. he's over there watching otter videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, uh, we all love otter Satan videos. Video. <laughs> it's it's the, the little Nas one or the one last night the one from last night that's just unbelievable and that, and Madonna was the one who introduced it of course <laughs> what she, Madonna's response before Kardashians remember yeah. it was Madonna that was teaching young girls to act like that yeah with, with this pointed and, bra and, and to uh, me Madonna personally brought back smoking among young people she was the first I think big artist who was on MTV and everything that was smoking really? like a chimney you know, all the time and, and it, it just about those. disappeared in the 80s yeah. until Madonna came along smoking again. <laughs> Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> Robin Williams. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's really, you know, I, I, I thought of that just the other day. It was Madonna. Well, every time Madonna's in the news, I think of Robin Williams going, Madonna, Madonna, from the gay movie of the uh, cross-dresser thing. What do you call it? Birdcage. Or Birdcage. 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 Yeah. Fall. Yeah. Birdcage he, Fall. The funny <laughs> thing is, is shouldn't Robin Williams play the other part? Well, no. but the other guy was so good at it, you know, that... What was his name? Uh, Nathan... Uh, Nathan Lane. Lane. Nathan Lane. Because he played he's great. He's fantastic. But again, if you look at Robin Williams as a stand-up comedian, that was easily he his was part. Yeah. Yeah. They, it they, was, and, and watch his face, Hank Azaria playing their maid. Yeah. It, it was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was well done. Uh, Gene but, Hackman. Gene Hackman, you know. <laughs> I remember, remember the scene when, he's, when he and his wife are watching uh, the the, uh, the Sunday talk show and they're just screaming at each other. You know, not a <laughs> second. And she says, boy, you just don't get entertainment like this anymore. <laughs> they're just <laughs> screaming at the, <laughs> the best line, though, is when he, ta- he gets a phone call that the other senator, white senator, has died <laughs> in the arms of a prostitute or something yeah. and his final words were your money's on the table chocolate <laughs> <laughs> oh god you gotta freaking love it 
<laughs> uh, how many times I have used that when I'm leaving a, 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 you know, your after table a date you know, your money's on the table talking get out of here <laughs> coming up a couple of canine doggy stories uh, one which, which kind of bothers me is a little bizarre also why bear hunting can be a little risky uh, and a, a jury case that I uh, have you ever you've served on a jury didn't I we asked talked about this once yeah it lasted 20 minutes yeah and uh, Flounder have you ever been served on a jury not on a jury but I've had to do jury yeah, I have and I'll talk about that too in a second and, and the thing first of all <clears throat> Um, and a, a musical uh, birthday note here today. And I might get to a Dear Abby uh, or two and well, some other stuff. And a bad day in history, some other stuff. But, but first, uh, great idea. One of our Kimber Show podcast sponsors, SwapMyWhip.com. Whip, of course, is a colloquial phrase for a car, a ride. And SwapMyWhip.com is for people like me, maybe like you. You're driving along one day and you see a car you've always wanted on the road. And, oh, man, I've always wanted that car. Well, guess what? If you go to check out SwapMyWhip.com, you may just find a like-minded car owner like you who has that car or knows where one is or one like it uh, and may want your car or a guy who wants your car would think about swapping. You see what I mean? Is you cut out the middleman. There's no car dealerships. There's no uh, used car salesman to deal with. Make your own deal. Find your own stuff. Uh, cut out the middleman entirely. And you might find exactly what you're looking for. Certainly worth checking out. And it's not just cars. Obviously, it's uh, trucks and SUVs. Uh, boats, jet skis, uh, off-road vehicles, ATVs, go-karts. I mean, whatever you can think of, check it out. SwapMyWhip.com. And if you use the coupon code KIMMER, K-I-M-M-E-R, you'll get 180 days of free premium listings on SwapMyWhip.com. With our great appreciation, SwapMyWhip.com. Check it out. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Um, a couple things in the news. Uh, let's see. Oh, Pete's got a movie quiz, I think, too. Do you have a movie quiz yeah, later? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is kind of a, a bummer of a story. In South Carolina, a guy in South Carolina was uh, in Spartanburg, uh, was in his house, and the cops went to serve an arrest. We just got another Venmo. Ben paid us a little Thank thing. You, Thank man. you, Ben. Uh, de- deputies in Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office went to serve an arrest warrant at this guy, and it quickly became a bad situation. The guy locked himself in a bedroom, threatened the police with a knife. 
they worked with him as much as they could to get him to surrender. Negotiators came out. Nothing worked. They used tear gas in one room nearby. He still wouldn't come out. Uh, eventually, when the uh, police got there, the suspect threatened the deputies with a knife. He fled into a back bedroom, barricaded himself in the bedroom. The family was removed from the residence, did the negotiations. So at some point, it wasn't working. So they sent in the canine dog. The bad guy in the barricaded in the house started stabbing the canine dog, mm. which is when the police shot and killed him. Thank God. No fooling around. A canine dog is a cop. He was trying to kill the cop. He was stabbing the cop. Even the people in the neighborhood and the house saying, you know, uh, there's only so much you can do. No, no one knew this would occur. It's scary, but you know something, whatever happens, the cops know what they're doing. The canine's harness, thank God, protected the dog from any serious puncture wounds. He'll be fine. Uh, the canine dog name is Astro. <laughs> ruh ruh, ruh ruh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, they have several other canines as well, including a Labrador Retriever, a Walker Hound who loves Vienna sausages, and a Belgian Malinois. And apparently, uh, the uh, canine who was shot, or was stabbed, is uh, is going to be yeah. fine. Now, you know what you have to name if you have a Belgian Malinois. You know what you have to name it. Waffle. Waffle. Yeah. <laughs> Waffle. <laughs> and now. Now here's another. This uh, I, I mentioned this because it's a very strange case, and there must be something I don't know. But again, it brings me to mind the, the 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 one thought I had after I read this story was who in the world would want to be a cop these days? Yeah. Fulton County Grand Jury will consider whether to file criminal charges against a former Alpharetta police officer who was the handler of a police canine dog that attacked a guy named Travis Moya. Uh, Moya suffered multiple dog bite wounds and a concussion. It was a 911 call placed by the man's stepson who said uh, he's in a mental state. He's going crazy. Something bad's going to happen. So the police showed up. Uh, the uh, Alpharetta Police Department showed up. They had the dog with them. Um, let's see. Uh, what happened was a body camera shows uh, the arrival outside the home. Uh, events unfolded. More cops showed up. It shows the man pinned down on the ground by officers and the canine named Ares mauling his shoulder. Uh, the family filed a, or he filed a civil complaint about the body camera footage. When the officers arrived, they say he was standing at the front of his driveway and not committing a crime. So there was no reason for him to have been harmed. Uh, the complaint uh, claims that the Ares training exercises uh, showed the dog exhibited uncontrolled aggression. Uh, so the uh, police officer has now uh, left the police department, but the city of Alpharetta is going to help him in the lawsuit. But again, they're suing the cop after the Fulton County DA's office dropped the charges against the man that they sent to sick the cop on, the, the dog on. So now, because he's no longer charged with anything, now the family's trying to file criminal charges, and the grand jury's considering criminal charges against the police dog's handler. Mm. Again, you know, so what are they supposed to do? They, they could have shot. If there was a thing going on and he was in a mental state and they were worried, about, you know, this is how people get shot. This, I mean, we just had the case of the, of the police dog getting stabbed. So they put the police dog. So now you, now you can't even send a dog in? Kimmer, you're getting all worked up. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure our court system will handle this. Yeah, and, I'm sure and, it'll and be fine. Justice will be served. It won't, no, it won't cost that cop any money to defend himself, and now he's no longer even well, a Fulton cop. Fulton County jury. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, and speaking of juries, uh, uh, this quick case too. This is bizarre. You know, we we were talking about the the case of the uh, of the young thug rapper, young thug, who is an award winning rapper. They call him he's he calls himself Young Thug. Uh, he and thirteen co defendants are charged with running a gang, basically drug charges, RICO charges, gang leader, criminal street gang charges. Um, here's the it's been in the news for a while. Remember one of the one of the one of the guys' buddies tried to sneak up some drugs at the defense table. Yeah, you, we, you know, uh, he, Video right there at and the table, the, and the, the cop, table. the cop's drunk right over there. Give me that. Yeah, no, come here. Give me that. <laughs> come with spin me. Spin it out. I mean, <laughs> spin it out. Don't be needle. <laughs> you know, I mean, just put that needle down, Mister. I mean, it's, you know, anyway. So, the, but that's the trial. Do you realize they have not yet picked a jury? Do you know why? Why the judge tells him you may be serving for nine months. Oh no, 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 no. Months. Not doing that. Who the hell can be on a jury for nine months? You can't do that. No. You can't. They can't make your boss pay you for nine months, can they? Yeah. They can. I think they can. Well, it's well, your duty. <laughs> yeah, it's a duty. But again, I mean, can you imagine? No, I can't imagine that. I was on for twenty minutes, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Not nine months, no. I mean, holy smile! I was on. I served on two juries. Uh, and they both were great. I love the same great time. That's how talented and enjoyable he was. Formula One. Back when it was on TV, and it was popular. It was kind of a, you know, they, uh, I loved it. I thought it was a great oh, experience. Yeah. I, 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 I was in DeKalb County. I was shocked. I was looking forward to like a day or two trial over in 20 minutes. I told you why. Yeah. It was a guy who had beat his, uh, oh, beat yeah, his woman. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're both there, the woman, the lawyers, and the guys. Like, the guy looked like some 1920s swindler died. All he missed was a snidely whiplash. Snidely whiplash. Hello, no. He should have been up there twiddling it or something like this. It's that do right. There's me and one other guy. The rest of the room were women that was picked <laughs> on it. So I'm looking at all these women, and they're looking at him. And basically, they start telling the, the facts of it, how many times he had beaten her in the past. <laughs> and the women are just kind of looking at him. And look, in fact, they're looking at me and the other guy. And I'm like, we're in the jury. We didn't do it. So look at, and the guy's looking at them, and they're looking at him. The lawyer's looking at them and looking at the guy. And he, and he, goes, he, goes, he whispers to the guy, and the guy does this, nods his head. And, and the, the lawyer gets up and says, yeah, Your Honor, we'd like to meet uh, at the bench or something like that. And he goes, okay, all the jurors go outside in the hallway. Went outside the hallway. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> They've settled. <laughs> uh, the, one, the last one I had was we actually had deliberations and everything. A girl got stabbed at an ATM machine. She sued for damages because it was dark and there wasn't good security and so forth. And we had we actually had deliberations, uh, and it was really, it was very interesting. It was really cool. It was fun. Uh, 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 when we mentioned earlier about spit it out, it reminded me of the Christmas story when they all had the things in their mouth and the teacher made oh, them put them in their hand. <laughs> which just goes, but but Melinda Dillon passed. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, the mother. Right. Not only that, she was also in uh, Close Encounters yes. of the Third Kind. She played in the Broadway. Yeah. She she won all kinds of awards. A Tony she was, Award. She was a very unusual actress. She had this. She had a very, like, almost meek. Um, a shy demeanor about her, her entire personality. Yeah. She's a very good actress, but I mean, you could tell, you could tell, like in Close Encounters, when she was struggling, uh, when she, you know, to have somebody go from being meek and scared and, uh, you know, wary and think to, uh, to, to go through the struggling of having to do the right thing. I was really pretty impressive, you know. Yeah. And she, she was hell. She was in her eighties, so that's, who's you know. mommy's little piggy? Who's mommy's <laughs> little piggy? <laughs> you can put your eye out and they shot him in the eye. And they think, guys. Wearing glasses, you know. <laughs> anyway, can you imagine nine months? 
Oh, how, how could you keep your concentration? No. Imagine the booklets you'd be hotel. filling out for nine months. Well, I, I don't know if they're sequestered. Are they going to be sequestered? I don't, I don't think I know. Well, they, I, I mean, right. they haven't picked one guy yet. If it's a gang thing and there's drugs involved, I sure as hell don't want to be out in the public walking the yeah, streets. Drive, go to my car in the late evening. Yeah. Walk, walk to the parking lot at uh, 6 o'clock in the, in the dark. Yeah, yeah. that'll be great. We'd like to have a wood with you. Yeah, yeah car pulls up beside you. The window rolls down. Yeah, Paulie would like to have a wood with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about a bad day in history? Oh, well, you know what? Who sponsors a bad Who day in history? Who sponsors a bad day in well, history? Well, they don't know they're doing it, but they are now. Are yes. you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? I am a little, yes. Have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? Can't maintain it. Call North Georgia Intendancy. We we can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendency.com or call them 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664, ngaintendency.com. And a great bit of appreciation. Give their phone number one more time. It's hard to spell intendency, so in case you miss that, they can always get yeah, the number. Yeah, some people have trouble with spelling today, I've noticed on Facebook. 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664. There you are. That was very intelligent. Uh, uh, coming up, uh, a couple of bad days in history after we bring you the latest from the uh, administration of President uh, Pervert. He has now taken a first step toward ending federal protections for grizzly bears in the Rocky Mountains. You what? Want, you want to lure more hunting to Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho uh, by if eliminating... If Trump did this, yeah. they'd be up in arms. That's right. Grizzlies, they say, have recovered from the threat of extinction, so go ahead and shoot the bastards. Yellowstone, <laughs> Glacier. <laughs> and ironically, on the same day I mentioned that, uh, they have now identified a skull found in uh, the interior of Alaska in 1997 belonged to a man who went bear hunting named Gary Frank Schoderden back in uh, the 1970s. Damn. So it's been 650 years anyway uh, since he went hunting and got eaten by a bear and they have now found his skull and identified him through uh, DNA apparently. So that's just Well, if it's been that long, he might have died of old age. Uh, well, no, it was uh, pretty clear that <laughs> from the <laughs> shoe marks. A quick historical note, a couple of related and not related things at all, but kind of bizarre. Um, one of the most spectacular market collapses in history was caused not by the frenzied real estate speculation that cost me my nest egg <coughs> or the dangerous derivatives trading, which also caused me my nest egg, uh, but by the simple tulip. The flower of the tulip had found great favor in the Netherlands after being introduced from Turkey in the late 1500s. Turk, uh, tulip bulbs became quite pricey as the demand for the limited supply of the slow-growing cultivar increased. Tulips became even more desired after a botanical virus caused vividly colorful streaks to run through the petals of certain varieties of tulips, making them very rare. In the mania that ensued in the 1500s, everybody wanted to have at least one precious tulip bulb to grow as the ultimate status symbol. As speculators entered the picture, prices soared even higher, absurdly high. People selling their land and their homes to get into the market of tulips. 
Then on February 6, 1637, the tulip bubble burst. Apparently nobody showed up that day to bid on the bulbs at the market in the town of Hrindhinhirna, perhaps kept away by the outbreak of the plague. <laughs> it might have had something to do with it. Panic ensued as the tulip's popularity faded. Fortunes were lost in an instant. And four centuries later, one of the Netherlands' most famous exports, the tulip, can be purchased in bulk for almost nothing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> millions. How on, uh, something could, could grow in the, the Netherlands, yeah. and they put it on a, sh a plane or boat and bring it over here, and you can buy it at Kroger. Most of the roses and things you get for, uh, in America are from Mexico. It's just amazing. And that's not that far, but still, you put it on a truck or you put it across. If you told people in the 1500s, we're, you're going to be selling these in America. Yeah. Across the pond. The great crazy. Pond. Yeah. I, I don't believe it. Uh, speaking of uh, bizarre things, in, in Florence, Italy, uh, in 1497, uh, everything went up in flames in a spectacle known as the actual bonfire of the vanities. Did That's you know right. there was an actual thing yeah. called that? And by the way, I, I, everybody else hated it. I thought the movie Bonfire of the Vanities with Tom Hank and, and Melanie Griffith was great. Never, I liked it. Never saw it. I, 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 and with Bruce Willis. Hmm. It was really a really good movie, and, and, and I think it got like one star or something. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, Bonfire, the actual Bonfire of the Vanities. In an effort to rid the city-state of its sinful preoccupations, again, this is Florence, Italy, uh, their occupation with luxury, beauty, and entertainment, the fanatical Dominican friar Girolamo Cervonadala, who effectively ruled the Republic of Florence after the Medici were temporarily driven out, he coerced the Florentines to submit their most precious objects to a massive pyre erected at the Piazza della Signoria, heaped onto the multi-tiered structure to be burned were valuable paintings, including some by Botticelli, state, uh, statues, books by Petrarch, Dante, and Bocciolo, furniture, I think I mispronounced that, uh, uh, Bocciolo. You, you've mispronounced I've a lot of things. A whole bunch of them there. Dante, <laughs> I think I got pretty good. Uh, furniture, <laughs> tapestries, cosmetics, sumptuous clothing, anything expensive, musical instruments, gaming tables, playing cards, right, thousands of things that added a zest to life all stuck on this pyre. As the monk's followers danced ecstatically around the colossal pile, everything was set on fire. It was ironic then that a year later, after being excommunicated by the Pope and condemned as a heretic, this guy Severola himself was consigned to the flames at the very same public square, the site that was soon enough under the watchful eye of Michelangelo's very nude and as the monk no doubt would have viewed it, very lewd statue of David. Yeah. All linked together. <laughs> yeah. You abused the book. I abused it you a little. Did, you did two stories from the oh. book instead of one. I know I did. I, I, I was total abuse. In fact, to make up for that, I will not do my dear Abby I was going to oh, do. Oh, thank God. I've got, I've got, well, I have two to choose from, and I'm going to save them. For movie me. quiz time. Another movies, movies. You ready, Flounder? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, you get one point. For each movie you have seen. Have seen, all right, sir? You have seen. All right. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Titanic. Okay. Okay. All right. The Prestige. Okay. That was a very interesting. There were two magic girl. ones. Well, the magic movie, the one the, where they... There were two of them at the, the same time. The pretty girl with the high cheekbones. Uh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson mm -hmm. was another one. Ooh, huge yeah. yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. All right. Flounder. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen that? Really? Who's watch it for a school project. Oh, George okay. Papard or something? Yeah. Is that who is it? And Audrey Hepburn. And Audrey Hepburn. Who wrote it? Uh, oh, I know this. I know this. 
Uh, oh, God, I know this. He's looking it up. Uh, I can't remember. I give Truman up. Capote. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, City of God. Nope. Oh, is that the, the uh, Nun movie? Nah, I think it's about India or something. I no, haven't seen it either. Uh, the Shining. Yep. All right. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Yep. Yep. All right. Casablanca. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Spirited Away. Nope. No. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Reservoir Dogs. Yep. Yes. That was a weird... I didn't really like that movie. I, I didn't get it. I don't Did they know. say the N-word at all in that movie? Because they, he, he never uses no, that I, word in his movies. Yeah, no, he never does. No, Or have bare feet. Uh, uh, Inception. Yes. Oh, I, is that the bear movie? What, uh, run, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, you know, like, that was Caprio? not Inception. Inception was the dream movie where DiCaprio's uh, dreaming and they oh, go back right. in the dreams. That's, that's right. a great that's movie. Right. Uh, 500 Days of Summer. That's on again right now, too, for Yeah, some it's reason. on a lot. Is that I never with know. Adam Sandler? No, that's the one with, uh, what's the kid from Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah. And uh, the cutie girl, Zoe Deschanel. He tries to fall in love with it. Joseph. She dumps him, and he goes to get another Joseph girl something, something yeah. yeah. He tries to find out why she dumped him. I yes. have not seen that. Yeah. Old Boy. Nope. No. <clears throat> no. Lord of the Rings. I did see that years ago. Citizen Kane. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, get Out. No, that's been on again too. Nah, on HBO that doesn't Jones. interest no. me at all. I don't like those movies. Uh, Burn after reading. Yeah, that was a funny movie. Didn't see I that. That's what, you'd like it. You <laughs> would definitely like it. I promise you. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, that little little. Yeah, yeah, I, don't know. Yeah, I got boy, I got a little old. No, after but a while. I like that little girl. I like that little young one there. It's just, uh, uh, how old are we talking? No, I know she's like 18, 20, 25. All right. Fight Club. Yes. No, I did not see that. You, oh, you'd love Fight Club. No, I don't like Fight Club. I, 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 I read about it and I thought, I don't want to see you know guys beating each other in the face. But that's I not just, what it's all about. It's about what's going on for them to do it. No, I, I don't. I, you know, I just, you know, I, right. fighting is way overrated. Yeah, first true. time you get hit in the face, I've done that a while. You're a man of really peace. Anyway, uh, the Handmaiden. Nope. No. No, in no way in hell. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I did see that. No, I didn't. Musical. Oh, my God. I told you before. Hot, uh, yeah, Australian Nicole Kidman. They tried yeah. to put that on a Falcons charter. Oh, God. It lasted five minutes. <coughs> yeah. They were yelling, Tombstone! <laughs> Tombstone! <laughs> uh, Interstellar. Yes. I did see that. I thought I was overrated, to tell you the truth. Was that Tom Cruise? Who is it No, now? that was Matthew McConaughey. He goes oh, that's out. Right, that's and, right. And, yeah. That's right. Uh, Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You never saw Jaws? Yeah, I okay. said yeah. Blue Velvet. I did oh, see that. That's years ago. a ooh yeah. yeah. Isabella uh, Rossellini yeah. and yeah, was, she was very uh, kinky. Pan's Labyrinth. Nope. It's yeah. very good, but Is you gotta it? like that kind of style yeah. of movies. Kind What's of like it about? I don't, I don't remember what it's about. It's about it's during the Spanish Civil War, and the fascists are running about, and it's a family that goes out and lives in a house to kind of get away from them. And, and the little girl finds a labyrinth that turns out to be inhabited by real monsters. No oh boy. And yeah, they're, they're, really. who's the monsters? The fascists or the, the uh, monsters? It, it's very well done. Yeah, I'm not, that's not me. Uh, let's see. Uh, Some Like It Hot. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, that's how I knew I liked girls. Jack Lemmon. And, that, and not for Jack Lemmon or Tony. Tony, Tony Ru- <laughs> was it that Russell? No, Tony. No, no, Tony. Oh, Curtis. God. Curtis. No, yeah, Tony Curtis. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. the other Tony. Yeah, right Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yep. Because, because. Hot Fuzz. Nope. Oh, I did see That's that. That's kind of funny. It's a weird movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's on TV. The one where they do with the zombie apocalypse is really funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Black Swan. 
I did see part of that. So no, I kind of you saw the lesbian scene, didn't you? I saw the uh, girls making out and uh, that yeah. little, uh, yeah. 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 Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman played when she was a little girl, played in uh, the Hitman movie. Yeah. With a French guy. Man, yeah. was that a tough that's that a, a That's a tough movie. movie. Good, uh, very uh, good movie. Tough, tough movie. Drive. Nope. No. Adam Sandler, or Adam Driver, was that the one? No, is that Ryan Gosling? Oh, is that the, the little kid has to make one more dri- mm. a gangster driveaway uh, getaway car? Was it what's your Penelope Cruz was in it with the uh, what's his face, uh, the guy that liked uh, got crap on his pillow or something? Oh, uh, uh, oh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. I think that's who was in that. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. Oh, sorry. Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Carrie totally Mulligan, Brian Cranston. Never saw it. So. Uh, the Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, actually, no, I did not. I saw a minute of it. I tried. I couldn't get yeah, into it. I couldn't get into Russian it. Russian Ark. Nope. Nope. Never heard Donnie of it. Donnie Darko. So, uh, no? Just a minute of it, no. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Alien. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Avatar. Nope. Unfortunately, I did. Psycho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, v for Vendetta. No. <coughs> no, I didn't either. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, that was oh, the porno version? The same way myself. <coughs> anyway. Oh, hey. Uh, Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dragged to that part. Oh, yeah. I even saw I the sequel. I like the sequel with Emily, with Emily Blunt. That was very good. I didn't see that one. Uh, Chinatown. Oh, yeah. That was For, a weird movie, Forget it, too. Jake. It's yeah. Chinatown. Mr. Kiddish. Mean Girls. No, no, I know of it. Didn't see it. Ocean's Eleven. Yep. See, I watched the first one. Does that count? Sinatra. Yeah, that's Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Are they talking about the modern one with the girl? Probably. Uh, uh, Probably the modern now one. Now there's Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen and Ocean's Eight. Yeah, I ain't, no, I ain't watching that. The Godfather. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shape of Water. I did see that with the tiger in the in the boat. It's very interesting. No, no, that it's about the the monster in in the circus and the girl, the deaf girl saves him. It, oh, it won an Oscar a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I didn't, didn't see it. it. I saw the one with the tiger on the boat. What's that one? <sighs> Me and the tiger. No, no Life no. of Pi. Life of Pi. That's Life of Pi. Uh, does the tiger live? <coughs> I, I don't want to give away the. I don't the think tiger live. I don't. I'm not sure. Ixnail the ending, eh? I'm not gonna watch it if the tiger dies. All right, here we go. Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Love that movie. The Dark Knight. Yep. Yeah. That's the one with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Oh, I did see that one. Uh, the Exorcist. Yep. Yeah. No, and never will. After reading the book, no. Yeah, I read the book, up. too. You would cry it up, but it is a great the movie. the guy with the balloon and the The balloons and the, the dog that can talk. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I, the I, squirrel. I don't, <laughs> really? Is it, I, I, you would love uh, it. Looked, I'd be stu- it looked to me like a dumb movie. Oh, no, no, no. Really? It, it was one of the last movies that Ad- Asner and Christopher Plummer did. Yeah, I'll be damned. It's really, really so good. With Ed Asner and, and uh, the lawn chair thing, I thought, what the hell is this? No, he's not a lawn chair. He's in a house. The house floats. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know why I misinterpreted everything. But the dog is hysterical. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, if it's on some, I'll tape it and watch it. Right. Uh, they got, they, well, you can probably go down to Blockbuster. They probably have it there. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll get my tape card. <laughs> with, with seven, you get an extra free rental. <laughs> don't forget to rewind. You better not rewind seven dollars if you didn't rewind you that son bastard. of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Dunkirk. I have it on DVR and I haven't I never watched it to me it's overrated the best part is the spitfire with what's his face Tom not who's Tom uh, Hardy Hardy flying around the spitfire that that was cool Uh, and the evil dead no never saw two three four five thirty you got thirty yeah what you got 
How many did I see? Five, ten. No, how many you ate popcorn? <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> well, see if you if you'd done it in fives when you run. Yeah, then you do it. In I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> twenty-seven. See, if you put in like rows of five, then, yeah, then you cross it out. <laughs> you literally do it at one, one by one over there. He's got like twenty-seven <laughs> dots all over the paper. <laughs> do you write in Sanskrit too? <laughs> all right, pretty well done. Thirty. I, the other day, someone put out. Someone built in their backyard a miniature Fenway Park for wiffle ball. Oh, oh no cool. And I went on Twitter and I said, God, I'd love to play wiffle ball. Wiffleball.com has contacted me and, and gave me a list of around the country of where there are places you can play wiffle ball. Man, we, I, we used to love, love wiffle ball. God, I'd love to play wiffle ball. The big ones and the little it's now, ones. It's, it's, now it's competitive. Plus, well, you have a little fun yeah, with just it. Fun. You can make, you know, just throwing it, doing curves. and. I mean, have you nothing. seen some of the throws they do? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I watched uh, yesterday for a minute, I watched disc golf championship stuff. Oh, my God. Were you tied Jeez. down? Holy moly. Oh, you in love. Anyway. Uh, ancient graffiti. By, by the way, the Egyptians have been using the pyramids as a tourist trap for three thousand years. They've had yeah. they've had tours. Yeah. The Greeks used to go all the time. So Greek tourists vandalized the Egyptian tomb of Ramses the fifth 2000 years ago here's what they said i visited and did not like anything but the sarcophagus <laughs> it's like a yelp it was a damn sarcophagus and the other one says i cannot read the hieroglyphs <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just imagine they're doing it okay guess you got married on this day in 1843 1843 uh, 1843 we took a little well it's kind of hard to guess who would have yeah. been alive back then i american frontiersman <laughs> Davy Crockett. No. Uh, uh, Thank for the West. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> like California or uh, uh, Jim Bowie. No, no uh, Sierra Nevada. No, no, they were oh. Eastern. Oh, uh, Sierra Nevada, California. Oh, Kit Carson. Kit Carson, which they never talk about anymore. I'll be damned. Thirty-three years old, he married a Mexican socialite. In the in Taos, Mexico, it was not New Mexico; it was Mexico. Oh, you know, that's right. Remember, I told last week. I told you about the deal. Yeah. New Mexico got, got all that. Well, half the country. Josef Josefa Yaramillo was fourteen. Oh boy, he was thirty-three at the time. Well, there you are. So you think that's? Uh, I'll bet she wasn't complaining. You know what they put on the the roof of Yankee Stadium when they built it to keep it from uh, burning? From burning asbestos. Asbestos on the top of Yankee Stadium. So everybody was in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> everybody. everybody got cancer. Yeah. Okay, a weasel walks into a bar. Yeah. Bartender weasel. says, wow, I've never served a weasel before. What can I get for you? Pop goes the weasel. Oh. <laughs> okay. Pop if you're How many weasel. pairs of shoes? Okay, first you flounder. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Probably like 10 or 15. How many you buy a year? One or two maybe. I own I own four pairs of boots that I alternate with, and probably ten pairs of shoes. And I haven't bought boot I haven't I buy boots I haven't bought shoes in years, mm -hmm. and I haven't bought boots in at least a year. I own two pairs of shoes. One is this shoe. These pair I bought in 2018. Those are athletic shoes. New Balance sneakers, tennis shoes. New Balance tennis shoes. Yeah. I bought them five years ago. And you have one other pair of shoes. It's a it's a little pull on things. You can walk anywhere. LL Bean. I bought them 12 years ago, and they're just now starting to fall apart. Well, why do you only have basically <laughs> no pairs of shoes? <laughs> Where do I ever go? I need shoes besides tennis shoes. Oh my God! Where do I go? Well, I could think of a few Ouch. places. Uh, <laughs> so, those, if you're going out to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, I put the LL or... Beans on when I get. Oh, when I, yeah. well, I no. do have a pair. Of the old 
wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for the check. I'm going to go for the old salt and pepper <laughs> <laughs> sport coat and the old Albiners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barn. Hey, Ange. Hey, Barn. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I do own a pair of wedding and funeral loafers. I forgot about them. They're really, the the ones you wear to the you know that you have. Well, the to. funny thing is when you go to when you go to funerals now and weddings for that matter, they're they're casual. Uh, I mean, you still dress weird. nice, but I mean, it's, they're like a lot of funerals. Who people won't wear ties. To, yeah, but you can't go to a wedding. A few casual. years ago, about two years ago, I went back to where we went kids. My grandparents, this little Baptist church in Mississippi. Everyone dressed up like it was Easter every yeah, Sunday. Yeah. You dressed up. I went back there, and I, of course, I put on my best suit and everything and walked in there, and they're in there in blue jeans and tennis shoes and shirt. And I'm like, what yeah, happened? Yeah. When did church become such a... Eh. Growing up, my dad would never let me and my brother wear jeans when we went to church. No, we always had to we dress up nice. Never, no. we, went, we went every Sunday. And I remember, I remember one time I slept over at a friend's house and went to church with them. And I wore jeans, and my dad went to that same service, and he saw me, and he was like, we, <laughs> he's we like, your ass is coats. mine afterwards. My brothers and my brother and I wore sport coats, mm. little seven-year-old yeah, boy yes. coats. Yeah. And we, sang, we sang in the choir, and the, and the uh, you know, I was an acolyte, and a, uh, what do you call it? What's the other one you go with the thing there? Okay. I know, no, the acolyte. <laughs> and then the, and altar boy? Altar boy. Altar boy. I was an altar boy and an acolyte. Oh, Sang in the boys' so choir. Explain now. Choir. Is there Thank something you. you'd like to confess? We didn't have all the boys in the Southern Baptist baptized Church. Baptized with grape juice and sh- uh, squares of bread. I bet you did. <laughs> uh, the Mogan David. Guess, guess how Man many? Shevitz, probably. <laughs> how many shoes the average person buys a year? How many if they I buy? Was a, I'd say a person one, in Africa. I'd say no, none. I'd revolt. How much do you think? I read this this morning, so I... Seven and a half pairs of shoes a year. Who buys seven pairs of shoes? And women, women, maybe. Women. Well, that brings the average up, you know, seven for them and zero for guys. I mean, how many yeah. How many? How many pairs of shoes do you buy? Are going to buy this? One or two. I buy one I, or two. I may not, the, I may not buy the, one. The boots I'm wearing now need to have the heels done and, and the half yeah. soles. But now these days, that's like 90 bucks or 100 bucks. Oh, God. I just I just remember. I bought a pair last year of uh, walking shoes. Yeah. Just to walk in. Yeah. So I, I did. I did buy a pair last yeah. year. But again, now, and so then you have to decide whether well, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm like, oh, now these are now probably four years old, the boots I'm wearing. And every couple of years or every year, mm-hmm. I get them resold and redone. Right. So that's, well, that's even count. Yeah. That, like, I even bought shoes when but we went to it. Lake Placid 23 years ago. I still have them for and it snows. I haven't even worn actual regular shoes other than my cowboy boots. I know. And I don't even know how long. I wouldn't know how to put I've them on. I've seen in a pair of tennis shoes. Yeah. Oh, the other day at the house, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah, probably. Yeah. Guess who? Charles Kimbra died. Oh, the actor from the Murphy Brown. Murphy the, Brown, uh, the news guy, Murphy Brown. The oh, news be damn. He just seemed like a nice guy. He just seemed like a nice. Remember guy. Remember when Kramer was on Murphy Brown? <clears throat> no, he was. The, he was one I of the. I never sec- watched that show. He was. No. One, he was one of the secretaries. Huh? From Seinfeld, Kramer? Michael, yeah, I don't. Michael Richards. Okay, one has to go. All right. Chicken. No. Fried fish. Yes. Or no. No, no fried fish. No. Steak? No. 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 Shrimp? No. Yes. yes. Maybe. Crab legs? No. Bacon? No. Ham? No. Ribs? Hell no. No. Turkey? No. no. Crab legs? 
I go shrimp or crab legs. Yeah, yeah shrimp. I get rid of the... Well, shrimp, the problem is, you know, really good shrimp that are hard and firm and fresh. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? No, no, I mean, you know, shrimp cocktail with really good, firm, tasty shrimp and, and good, right, good the right firm kind of grip. sauce is delicious. And, and uh, you know, uh, a, a butterfly, <laughs> uh, a, a fried butterfly. Five in, in beer batter shrimp is freaking delicious. So I, but you know, crab I probably legs go to crab too legs too. Uh, crab legs, if you have to, yeah. even the king crab legs, even those are still you gotta crack them. I but they're shrimp. it's tasty. But I like it. Little known fact. Yeah. Before the crowbar was invented. Yeah. Crows simply drank at home. Well, there you are. How about some birthdays? Well, one, one more. <laughs> Mike Steneford. Remember Mike? Mike Steneford. The, the Weather, weather channel. channel. Absolutely. We used to work with him at WGST yes, all did. the time. Yes, we did. Says, I ordered a weather balloon. It was supposed to be delivered today. Has anybody seen it? Anybody <laughs> <laughs> seen a white balloon? I, can't <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, our birthday list includes Axel Rose. Uh, from the uh, band guy people there. 60. He looks he looks like an old lesbian grandmother yeah. now. He's yeah. gotten uh, definitely where he's 61 years old. <laughs> you all right? Fabian is 80. You remember you know you know the name Fabian? He was uh, he was a huge rock and roll hit back in the 50s and 60s. Fabian was discovered, as I remember correctly. I remember he told the story on the Dick Clark American Bandstand show once. Fabian was discovered sitting on the stoop of one of those. Um, nearby high-rise uh, uh, houses in Pennsylvania, in, in Philadelphia, uh, with some friends, and an agent walked by and took a look at him and said, "Oh, kid, I'm going to make you a star," because he was so pretty. He had Elvis hair and a beautiful black kind of you know, wavy stuff, and he has no talent. Couldn't sing. Couldn't How dance. How many BJ's did he have? To give? Yeah, uh, but he became a huge star. Fabian today is 80. Oh, by the way, Rocco says when you were doing your story about the Italian guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, they ready, right? Ready, guys. Oh, hold a second. I found it. Oh, is it? Don't you love the way Kimmer just powers through butchering several languages? <laughs> <laughs> Cindy says it takes a special kind of skill. And Rocco wanted the bell rung, but I didn't. You never look back, buddy. Someone could be gaining on you. Oh, my God. Scotty, you want to hear a bad joke? Yeah. The FDA just approved a new drug for lesbians with depression. Really? What's it called? Tricoxigan. <laughs> Adedictomy. It's got to be. <laughs> um, Amy Sidepiece Robach. That uh, slutty little blonde who was uh, had had the brother as part of her reservoir uh, reservoir <laughs> resume. Huh? Amy Robach, 50 years old today, just got canned and divorced, and so did the black guy from Good Morning America. Oh, they were huh? the, the couple who got divorced and got caught, and they're whoosh, they're all gone. She's from Brookwood. Oh, really? Yeah. She went, uh, she probably went to school with my nephews. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, she's getting divorced now, and she got canned, and uh, it's all over because they got caught uh, cheating. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, yeah, you can't it? blame the brothers. You know, got to go for the hot blonde. What are they going to say? You know, they're going okay. to for the boys. You're, you're kind of rich, and you're famous. You got your, your lifetime gig you wanted your whole life. Yeah. Why risk it with having an affair with your coworker when you can have an affair with anybody? Anybody you And want. it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. How, how could you, well, whatever. And he's not that good looking. He, he's a black guy, superstar, celebrity, and, you know, they I never heard on of TV. Him. Either have I. I didn't hear, ever heard of either one of them. Uh, Mamie Van Doren. Wow. She was the British. other Marilyn Monroe and Gina Lola Brigida. And, British She was version. a blonde, but yeah. she was, yeah. And Mamie, Mamie Van Doren was the, was the Marilyn Monroe 
lookalike type girl, uh, buxom. Oh, and, was she British? Uh, uh, what's that? I don't think she was British. She's maybe. eight. And maybe Van Dorn is still alive at 92 today. Was it? She's the one that, Bo Belinsky, the Angels pitcher who threw a no-hitter when yes. he first came up. I think she yes. dated him. He yes, dated I everybody. Right. Yeah. I think you're correct. Uh, Mike Farrell played Captain Honeycutt oh. on MASH. He's 84. Asshole. He was a wimp. Bad actor and yeah, an terrible. asshole. He's a douchebag. Uh, Tom Brokaw, uh, Tom Brokaw reporting, 83 today. Michael Tucker, one of the actors who played a lawyer on L.A. Law. Michael Tucker, 78. Tucker, he was a short guy that married yeah. the tall yeah, married one. married the big tall girl who was a lawyer on, uh, on L.A. Law. Um, okay, here's what's happening. I, I asked uh, Flounder to get a song for me to play today on the podcast. The problem is uh, Flounder responded that because we're also not only on Rumble, but we're on YouTube. YouTube doesn't like podcasts playing songs, which may have a musical copyright thing about it. copyright them, infringement and yeah, stuff so like it's that. An infringement and YouTube doesn't want to bother with it so they were telling people don't put songs on your podcast which changed my entire theme of the program so instead <laughs> I'm going to do it this way I'm going to say uh, here's what's uh, on our birthday list here's what's here's what happens when you're a victim of rickrolling rickrolling is somebody sends you a bogus internet link saying man this is really cool you'll love this you gotta open this right now and then you hear this <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Never, never gonna, gonna let, let you down. down. Never, never gonna, gonna run, run around and desert you. That's what pops up on your phone when you look for it. Where it was uh, the Padres were playing Boston, and Boston was in San Diego, and uh, they were singing. What do they always sing at the Boston Red Sox? Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Yeah, no. right, right before it went to the Sweet Caroline chorus, they got rickrolled. Oh, so right. they immediately put up the rig, like right before it was about to go to Sweet Carolina. It was really funny. Uh, and I guess people are still doing it. I mean, it's the damnedest thing. Um, a couple of historical notes. Uh, 1971, Alan Shepard became the first human being to hit a golf ball on the moon. It was a six iron. He hit three balls, or actually two. The space crap uh, was, uh, suit was too clumsy, so he could only use one hand. He used his right hand. He took two swings, only hit the dust, flew up the moon dust, missed the ball entirely a total miss uh, 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 what do you call it uh, and then he hit a shank and then on his fourth swing he hit it flush and said quote oh it's gone for miles and miles and miles it stayed in the air for 30 seconds the golf ball he hit on the moon stayed in the air for 30 seconds to show you the lack of gravity, of course, and it actually went about 300 yards, they say, but it stayed in the air for a very long time. 1971, golf ball on the moon. 1943, Frank Sinatra makes his singing debut on the radio show Your Hit Parade. His career explodes after that, especially after hitching up with a mob. Ask me about Jilly. Uh, Mr. Sinatra and I, oh, 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 sorry. That's me trying to do an interview with Frank Sinatra at Navy Pier in Chicago when he was a guest a performer for the 50th anniversary of Navy Pier. Mm -hmm. And he and his bodyguard, Jilly, and his buddies were, were going up to do a little thing to be commemorated on the thing. And I had my camera crew for ABC trying to do an interview with Frank Sinatra. That didn't, uh, didn't that, work. No. No. An impromptu <laughs> interview with yeah. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> What's that? Like he's going to stop and yeah. talk to you. I, I tried to be, uh, Mr. Sinatra, oh, 
sorry, Jilly. I get, you know. <laughs> you weren't shot. <laughs> yeah, I could have been ended okay. up in the bay. I'm thinking five billion years from now, if the human race is long gone, <laughs> and some alien lands on the moon, <laughs> and they find this golf ball. <laughs> on the moon, yeah. Well, they got it with that. What, what was this? <laughs> it's an egg. Oh, I love it. Uh, 1954, Mercedes introduced the 300 SL Gullwing Coupe. Oh, what a car. Top speed of 155 miles an hour in 1954. They only made 1,400 of them. Yeah, beautiful. Of those uh, Gullwing Gull Coupes. Yeah. Uh, 1958, George Harrison joined, uh, joined a local band in Liverpool called the Quarrymen. It was named after John Lennon's school. The band featured John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Len Gary, Eric Griffiths, and John Lowe. Can you imagine pulling out of that? In 1958. <laughs> uh, a sports note, in 1988, Dominique Wilkins squared off with Michael Jordan in the NBA's All-Star Slam Dunk Contest. 1988, who will ever forget, the winner, Michael Jordan, who dunked from the free throw line. Mm. That's how far he sailed he, to get to the door. I think what was more impressive was uh, Spud Webb when Spud he won it. Still has the record, I think, of being the most spectacular. That was <laughs> the most spectacular. The air he was able to get on some of those dunks. He's I five, mean, six yeah. or five eight or something like that. Yeah, he's and he won the damn thing. Frog legs, springs for legs. Anyway, uh, all right, uh, boys. Here's your bad joke today it goes back in the past a little bit. All right, sir. How about the new law firm of Richard Nixon, Gary Hart, and Ted Kennedy? What's that would be called, I wonder? Trick 'em, dick 'em, and dunk 'em. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think we have bit. the uh, Walking Dead one today. What's oh, the date do? on that? Oh, my God. Uh, that would be uh, uh, January 1st. January 1st. Where, where Rick is talking Happy new to year. his son, Carl. Oh, gotcha. Let's see. Carl. Carl. <laughs> All British actors playing Georgian, Georgia Redman. Yeah. I'll be the kid on the left. All right, that's his son, Carl. Okay, here we go. Is this a... It's just a joke. It, does, it has nothing to do with Walking Dead. Okay, okay. It's the sheriff and... Okay. I have a friend whose butler lost his left arm. Dad, please don't. Serves him right. Dad, please yeah. stop. <laughs> Serves him. Uh, Serves him. He's all right now. Good <laughs> uh, uh, okay. board, just for the record. Well, you want to do another nah, one? We're, whatever. Sure. If you find another one, we'll do another one. All right, here's, here's the one. It's January 6th. A guy talking about his digestion. All right. Which one are you going to be, first or second? I'm trying to think where the first and second is. <laughs> well, the first one starts at the first. You go first. All right. <clears throat> For better digestion, I drank beer. In the case of appetite loss, I drank white wine. In the case of low blood pressure, I drank red wine. In the case of high blood pressure, I drank scotch. And when I have a cold, I drank schnapps. When do you drink water? I've never been that sick. Okay. Sounds right. like a W.C. Fields. <laughs> right, nothing to live on but water and food. All right, all right. We'll do, we'll do the, the me and the wife at the restaurant. Last one. Last one. All right, Last I'll be chance. me. Be. I'll have the sloppy Joe. This is a fancy restaurant, idiot. Apologies. I'll have the uncouth Joseph. Uncouth. Yes. From the top. <laughs> From the top. Take two. <laughs> Take two. I'll have the sloppy Joe. This is a fancy restaurant, idiot. I'll have the uncouth Joseph. 
Excellent choice, sir. <laughs> the uncouth Joseph. The dapper and suave Joseph. I mean. <laughs> Suave. I, I know. Uh, anyway, boy, uh, final thoughts. Uh, <laughs> we will see you in a couple of days. All right. God uh, bless Thursday, America. Thursday. a couple of yep. days. Uh, well, it's Thursday, Thursday, this uh, Thursday this week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, God bless America. Hoorah. I got to go. You're killing me. <laughs> All right, boys, off we go. Herp and hoop. Thank you. God bless America. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 